Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Debaters. I'm Michael Petro, your host and one of the debaters on the show. Welcome to our inaugural year in review show. Um, There's no debate on this show this week. So you are going to get to hear a ton of things. But before we get into that, um, which I'm really excited to tell you, I should tell you about our sponsor. Uh, they've been a great sponsor for the first year of the podcast, the Toad in the Hole Pub and Eatery in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Uh, this one I'll keep short because if you've been following us throughout uh, the year, I think we started in March. Yeah, if you've been following us, they they jumped on board. Uh, they're, they're friends of ours, first of all. We should be honest about that. Uh, this is uh, this is this is a friendship engagement, whatever that means. Um but they uh, made it very easy to approach them and talk to them about uh, working together, spreading the word about the show, spreading the word about the bar in a different way. Um, so we love it that you guys uh, took a chance on us. Uh, so to the Toad, uh, if you guys have never been, uh, great beer selection. Local beer is amazing. They, they're big supporters of the craft brewery scene in Winnipeg. Uh, food's delicious. They've got food for every meal, every moment, every desire, every taste bud. Uh, good pub, stick to your ribs, good for drinking kind of food, you know, late night snacks as well. Can't go wrong. Uh, then downstairs, you've got the Cavern, which is their live music venue. Uh, so let's see, who's at the Cavern? Let's check the smartphone here. Uh, ready? This is taking way too long. Okay, so uh, December 23rd is the holiday soul with uh, Men in Cheap Suits doing three sets. Uh, December 27th is uh, In Two Months, Death Cassette, Loiter, and a Surprise Guest. December 28th is Ex Omerta, Bush, Stones, and The Lucky, and Thrill Thrill. That Those are all, those are, I think, four separate bands. And then December 31st is their New Year's Eve bash, which they've got electric feel in the cavern. And the wind-ups, the wind-up upstairs at the Toad. The wind-ups upstairs at the Toad, which is also their last night. Uh, the Toad will uh, be closing down for a little bit and then moving uh, still in Osborne Village in Winnipeg, just up the street, and uh, they're going to have a new design for everybody. So if you just heard that here, uh, don't worry. They're not going away. They're just moving and making a really cool and new bar up the street in Osborne Village. So uh, good luck in that endeavor, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll see them back in 2020 with us. So thank you to everybody at the Toad. This week uh, in the living room, we've got Jimmy Skinner, Chris Stanton, myself, and Mark Cowell, uh, the four guys to kick the to kick the year out uh, together. We, unfortunately, we wished Martin would have been here, but Martin's uh, new opportunities in Vancouver led him out there uh, a couple weeks ago now, I guess. So uh, Martin couldn't be here for this one, but he's going to be coming back in the new year for some other shows. So if you miss Marty, don't worry. He'll be back to party. Uh, so like I mentioned earlier, the year in re- year in review episode you're about to hear, uh, it's pretty easy. We're going to go over debater of the year. So which one of us won the most uh, debates that really it, it's all about the fun. It's not about the points or the scorekeeping, but there is a winner. Um, what else do we go over? We went over my review of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge when I took a week off and me and uh, my girlfriend Shauna went down to Disneyland for the first time for me. So I got to experience not only Disneyland for the first time, but uh, tick Star Wars Galaxy's Edge off the box of uh, or off the list of things to do. <laughs> tick the box off the list of things to do. Uh, got to ride the Millennium Falcon, got to make a lightsaber, got to have a really overpriced cocktail in a cantina, and lots of other things. So there's my review of that. Uh, we go over debate of the year, uh, what you guys liked the most, which of which episode was downloaded the most. Uh, what else? What else? We got three trailers on this episode because we had the time to do it. So we've got Wonder Woman 1984 or WW 1984, however you want to refer to it. Uh, we've also got Ghostbusters Afterlife. 
and Free Guy. So we did three trailers. Uh, no debate, like I said. Uh, so uh, one more thing before we go. Uh, to anybody who listened this year, we very much appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. This little experiment is coming along nicely, in, in our opinion. And, and, and if you have an opinion on the show, we would love to hear from you. So please email us any ideas or critiques that you have. We would love to hear them because... Uh, we're doing this for the for the for the people that are listening. So, um, if you want something added or taken out or it's too long or whatever, please, I I will not take offense. None of the guys on the show will take offense because we're asking for it. So, email us at therealdebaters at gmail dot com. That's r e e l debaters at gmail dot com. Uh, we're super friendly. Uh, all of us will respond if you want us to. If you just want one of us to respond to you, that's fine too. Uh, it'll it'll be a good laugh on the show. Um, so I don't, uh, I don't think I've got anything else for you. I hope, uh, I hope you enjoyed everything that we, we came up with this year. We've got some great ideas for 2020. We got some new segments. Uh, there's a list of debates that we've been coming up with. Um, so we'll have some in pocket for you in case one of us assholes decides to go on another trip somewhere. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, our year in review for you, I will cue the real and you enjoy the show. I'll watch that. I, I'm looking through, and I I was looking for something on Netflix. Is that Ryan Reynolds? Why have I never heard of this movie? And I go well, to more details, and it's Michael Bay, and I'm like, huh. It looks like a stacked cast, too. Well, I saw kind it. Kind of interesting. And the poster they had, well, I think I saw it on Netflix, but there were seven of them. So Yeah, I remember. I was like, what the fuck? Only six are underground. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm of the impression. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm of the impression that he's like the mastermind. Oh, he's the master splinter. Yeah, and they're all his turtles. <laughs> I ah. guess if if that's how you want to <laughs> figure it out, because uh, he's like he's voicing everything. Like it doesn't look like he's in a, he's in a lot of those action shots. So I think he's he's the guy because it says in the trailer that he's like, Charlie and they're his angels. <laughs> that's kind of like you and us, Michael. You're Charlie and we're your angels. Uh, You're Splinter and we're your it, turtles. It has a thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. <laughs> Confidence boost. <laughs> yeah. It right. is a Michael Bay movie, so I don't know what you would expect. <laughs> There's just background helicopters. Yeah. It, it is a Michael Bay movie, and I think Ryan Reynolds is the only named actor in it. I didn't recognize uh, a single... I saw I saw Dave Franco's in it. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. So, so you shut your, <laughs> so that's shut your mouth, Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a household name. <laughs> Dave Franco's a household name? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about James Franco, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> James Franco's not even that popular. <laughs> What's that line from? <laughs> Shut up, Greg. Go piss your pants again. <laughs> that was eight years ago. Yeah, People don't forget. It's super bad. <laughs> you guys don't remember that? No. Oh, I know exactly. That was Dave Franco. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. Okay, well, good. Where do I know Dave Franco from? The um, disaster Artist. Disaster oh, now Artist. Now You See Me. Now You See Me. Now You Wait, See Me. Now You now See Me is where I know him from the yeah. most. Yeah. Now You See Me Again. I also like now, now You See, see me, me too. Did you? <laughs> I like Dave Franco better than. Was the sequel not called Now You Don't? No. 
Like they missed a huge opportunity and they all fucked up. Because that is kind of a stupid name. If you're like, it's hey, you want to go? Stupid. You want to go see? Now you don't. It's a movie about <laughs> close-up magic. I, I would if they'd called it that. Like now you see me too is is far inferior to right. now, you, now. Now you don't like. And is it to the number or T O O? It's to the number. Oh. So it's straight. It's up. Should have been now you also see me. Yeah. Yeah. Too fast. Now you see me as well. Too you wanna, fast. Don't see me. Do, do you want to see me again? <laughs> have you seen me? <laughs> Now you see me, Tokyo Drift. You still see me? <laughs> see g- me five, what Tokyo a, Drift. What an engaging conversation. <laughs> wow. Sorry sorry to the listeners on this one. <laughs> well, that's okay. We could skip right into it. Got so, a little sidetracked. Uh, we are doing our, our our first, our inaugural year-end the review. Year in review. The year-end review. Year-end review. So um, to start it off like we always You're going to insert like the best clips from the year here? Like you're going to edit the shit out of this, right, Mike? Uh, totally. 100%. <laughs> yeah, like that a was... star-studded best clips of the year. It will be It will be a year-end review that I will never be able to live up to. It'll be the best one. Everything will just fall in comparison. Uh, so... like very YouTube-esque. Yeah. yeah, thanks for putting me on the record, Mark. I appreciate right, good, it. Yeah. Now I actually have to do it. <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> Fucking putting baby in a corner over here. Yeah. Um, so let's start off like we have for the entire year. Jimmy, uh, what'd you watch this week, buddy? Uh, I've been watching Afro Samurai. Uh, I, have, I, I haven't seen that in forever. Is it? What's it found like? It on, uh, found it on Tubi. I, they stopped making it, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was only like five yeah. episodes. Yeah, it wasn't but it was, uh, It's still, still great. And I think RZA does the soundtrack, so that's awesome. The, uh, the whole show just... Very violent, very engaging. I love Samuel Jackson in it too. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. Uh, I guess if you haven't seen or heard of it before, um, it follows an orphaned boy. His father was the number one warrior in the world. He had the number one headband. In this world, there are two headbands: the number one and the number two. Uh, if you have the number one headband, you can only be challenged by the number two warrior. And if you have the number two headband, you can be challenged by anyone at any time. So as a boy, someone comes and kills his father, taking the number one headband, and you basically watch Afro Samurai grow up and take the number two headband and fight off all these warriors on his way to get the number one headband. And it's a very engaging story. I really like it. It's an anime. You don't know. It was. It's. It's really good. Hmm. It was very like Western anime. Yeah, exactly. Came out. Ah, but it's wanime. (laughs) Wanime. (laughs) Wanime. I I started I started watching it only because Samuel L. Jackson being in it and like i always say like cartoons i just i i don't know what it's hard for me (laughs) like it's hard for me to appreciate a good cartoon um but i like its animation style though it's beautiful yeah it's 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 almost stop animation but not at the same time it's reminiscent to me of like how the background never changes. It reminds me of like the old Mark will know this, the old rocket Robin hoods and the old oh, Spider-Man Spider-Man where he swings by the same building. In the <laughs> yeah. City. The like, 14 times. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, it, it, that's what kind of drew me into it was, was that kind of animation stuff. I've been watching the old eighties Spider-Man's oh, on so Disney so plus. Good. They're so good. <laughs> They're on Disney plus. They are. Wow. Yeah, they don't have the really old ones, like the 60s ones, but they have the 80s ones, and they're they're almost equally as good with how ridiculous they are. <laughs> Such bad animation. But, I mean, we were kids. What did we know, right? There's a point There's a point in those where Dr. Doom just goes to the UN and tells them that he's taking over the country and, like, replaces governors and senators with, like, robots and gets their <laughs> vote, and he's just going <laughs> to take over the UN. And in the next episode, like, people from the UN are, like, at his castle wherever, and they're like, oh, don't forget about what Doom did to us last time. Why are you at his castle? What are you doing? 
Why do you accept that invitation? Why did you go back? He tried to kill everybody and take over the world. And they're like, oh, well, he is a diplomat. We have to listen to him. <laughs> yeah, usually if somebody threatens me with, with violence, I don't tend to going over to their house. I, I love the show. But yeah, watch Black Samurai. Watch Afro Samurai. Watch Black, Black Samurai. Samurai. God damn it. <laughs> and I'm done. Okay. Uh, how many Mace uh, Windows out of 10 would you give it? <laughs> I'm not answering that. <laughs> All right, Mark, what'd you watch this week, buddy? Uh, you know what? I didn't have a ton of time as normal to really get into it, but I watched a doc, an older documentary on Netflix called Soured Grapes. It's about, it's sort of like a true crime uh, in in the sort of the vein of the investigative report, true crime, uh, making a murderer type of a thing, but it's a story of a, a wine counterfeiter. I know it. I've Ooh. seen this. And it was it's really, so really interesting. He's like, uh, he's from like a Chinese guy from like Indonesia or something. Yep. And he, he kind of falsifies his whole backstory of being from a, a really rich family that owns a bunch of stuff over in Asia. And really, he just, you find out he just used the address of some like shitty like appliance store and some. Uh, and he comes over and starts buying up this ridiculous, I think it's the, is it the 90s? It's the late 90s, early late 2000s. Late 90s, early 2000s. So it's not even that long ago. And he bursts onto the, the wine auction the high scene. High-end wine auction scene. Um, buying everything. And very particularly buying Burgundy wine. Um, so I guess Burgundy being a sm- such a small area production that it's very, very limited production. So he starts buying up all of this, this Burgundy wine increasing the demand for it because he's cornering the market on it so everybody hears how rare it's becoming so he creates the rarity um and then the only people so the price goes skyrocketing they start selling out selling off the wine that he purchased but then it comes out that um after this whole investigation he was actually like counterfeiting it all he had like old bottles and old corks and labeling and he was like mixing like a chemist different wines together <laughs> to try to like replicate things and all these like world-class sommeliers couldn't tell the fucking difference so they're all talking about how they're so this this evolved palettes and how they all these blah 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 and there's one point where they open up this counterfeit bottle near the end of it and one guy tastes his oh his beautiful flowery notes of pepper and <laughs> blah 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 yeah. and the other guy picks it up he's like this is rat piss like what are you doing <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he comes out and he becomes, like, super popular. He's very knowledgeable, but the whole time he's pulling this giant fraud on all these people. And, uh, you know, the Koch brothers from the U.S., big, like, billionaires? Oh, like K-O-C-H. K-O-C-H. They have a a third brother, Bill, I think is his name, who's a big wine collector. And the whole time it was his representative who was kept bidding against this guy. Rudy was his first name. Um, at all these wine auctions. And so he's got this giant collection, uh, this, the Coke brother also. And it turns out that he's got like over $4 million of fake wine Holy that shit. he bought. <laughs> and most of it funneled through this Rudy who like would buy stuff and then mix in his fake stuff with the real shit. And it's, it was pretty interesting. He's serving like 10 years in prison right now. Well, it really That's opened bad. up. It, what, it, what was interesting was it challenged the sommeliers. And sommeliers, they... They uh, they test their own, so the best sommeliers issue the test for the new, the incoming sommeliers. So you really don't have like an impartial party governing the testing. They're like, well, you've done good enough, and you know enough, and you can talk enough wine, so we'll give you, we'll give you your, your level four sommeliers. <laughs> so, the wine, but all these, it it just showed that 
if you can bullshit enough, you can be a sommelier. Because what Mark's saying is that this guy proved that the people who've trained for years and and have the best noses and the best taste buds in the industry couldn't tell that this guy was fucking with Well, them. to me, that was the two, two kind of two stories in one. The yeah. one's about the fraud that he pulled off. But the other half that I enjoyed most is what you're saying is that the basically uncovering the fraud, which is the sommeliers of the world that have this bullshit like oh like i said oh there's i get these citrus and peppery notes of the, no you don't no you don't you're making that shit up <laughs> like i could tell you oh, i detect like bitter grapes yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. i detect some fungus in here it's quite uh earthy and he would he, he had a, in his bathtub he would like age the labels and mess like he did everything he possibly just to could fuck with them. just to fuck with everybody and he upped the market right so he would go in and buy the bottle at I don't know, like let's say forty thousand dollars, right? And then he would go and resell it for sixty. But when he'd go and resell it, he would put in the wrong wine, so he was making a profit off of like false. F- so oh. he was getting caught. There's a particular brand of it was there was Bordeaux and Burgundy were the two that they're really faked because they're very limited runs every year. So we'd go in and say, oh, I'm selling this bottle of forty five uh, Nuevo Paso de blah 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 blah. And a 49 and a 62. And then the, the guy who kind of initiated all this from a particular winery um, goes in and he, he's like investigating because he wants to, to uh, cleanse the soured name of the winery because of all this <laughs> fake shit. And he's like, we didn't actually produce this wine till 82. Like there's no 45 and 40. You guys are just right. full of shit. Like just putting on their yeah, own Yeah, these people like these world-class fucking spending $20,000 a bottle thinking that this is, oh, this is fabulous. And it's just horse piss. Like yeah. it's horrible. You can bullshit. Yeah. If you can bullshit good enough, you can do anything. You really can. Mm-hmm. Makes you realize the weird underground uh, rich people that spend their money on stupid, stupid shit and think it's cool. Well, it's Someday. like that, like that, that <laughs> art piece that sold this week for like 20 the million. The banana. And then the, yeah. and then some guy went and ate the banana and called but it performance art. art. Well, exactly. It's performance art. Art is subjective and it's only worth whatever someone is willing to pay but for But I it. think he ate it after the person bought the painting. That's rough. That's it wasn't even a painting. It was just taped to the yeah, wall. Yeah, right. Yeah. You <laughs> can't even call it a fucking painting. What are you talking I saw, about? I saw an ad from uh, <laughs> I saw an ad from Freshy or no, not Freshy. Uh, they want to make a smoothie out of what's, it. What's the? Is what's it no the, frills? The yeah, no frills. Where they they kind of mock that the the banana thing, and they have like a bunch of bananas taped, but it's just CGI. Like they didn't even bother. They couldn't even just go so to like their tape. store and actually yeah, do it. like they have bananas, bananas everywhere. They couldn't go down to Trevor's yeah. No Frills so and just, just get, do that. Yeah, just get one guy to just tape a banana to the wall, take a picture, and we're gonna I'm run that as the ad. Do this <laughs> to bring you up to speed, Mark. Somebody taped duct taped a banana to a wall at, at an, an art, art installation at an art installation and called it art, and oh. somebody paid an astronomical amount like of money, one hundred and twenty grand, something, something like stupid. that. And then, and then someone ate it. So and someone ate it. Yeah. Do you still owe that money? No, because he didn't eat the peel. Yeah. You could stuff it with anything you That's want. That's right. That. And then it's still art. Yeah. Why do I feel like the guy that ate it is the guy who taped it to the wall? I have a feeling you might be right. I haven't investigated. <laughs> or they at least that. know each other, right? I'm not a detective. Like, oh, this wait, had man. to be a whole plan. I think he was quoted as saying he would have eaten it sooner, but he wasn't hungry yet. <laughs> 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 oh. Anyways, uh, Mark. So, um, how many uh, how many sour grapes out of ten would you? Uh, Ooh, I like that. I, 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 you know what? I would. I would. Well, sour grapes is the name of it. You gotta get like, that's low hanging. Okay. There. Um, let's go. I, yeah, I'm gonna on. give it like eight and a half aged corks out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Are we now better than low hanging fruit? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were low hanging. This is fruit. our year in review. The whole story was about low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a Touché. tall body. Touche. <laughs> Touche. 
Chris, what'd you watch this week? Uh, we went and saw Knives Out. How was it? With uh, Christopher Plummer. So one of us went to see a movie. Chris, Chris Evans. Yeah, I actually <laughs> went to the theater. Um, it was great. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's got a little bit of humor in it. Um, kind of reminded me a little of the Ready or Not movie that came out oh. kind of previously this okay. year. Okay, all right. But it's also Who Done It, so it's kind of like Clue or uh, sort of like last year's. That's what the feelings I'm getting from it is very clear. It, it's a Who Done It. Like uh, Christopher Plummer's character is presumed to have killed himself, but they think that there might be a murder. murder. So Daniel Craig is the investigator, and he comes in to try and solve the crime, and goes from there. We did that as a as a preview trailer at one point. We did, yeah. That's cool. So did it live up to I'm not sure if I was on that one. I don't remember. It looks uh, interesting. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was great. Um, maybe I don't know if we needed to see it in the theaters, but we just wanted to go and check something out. Sure, yeah. Uh, different. And uh, it's I think it's directed by Rian Johnson. It is. Johnson you are correct. From Last that. Jedi, Looper, cool. and Brick. Uh, yeah, and he, it looks like he just had a lot of free reign to kind of tell his little fun <laughs> whodunit story. And free reign. Yeah. Well, he okay. wasn't responsible for a two hundred million dollar budget, I guess, this right. time. So, no, but with the the cast, like uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis is in this, Chris um, Evans, yeah, Chris Evans, like the cast is pretty stacked. Uh, so there was probably a pretty good budget. Ray Romano. I saw a whole. Ray uh, Romano was not. In this. No, he's not. <laughs> I saw a whole John Lovitz. Ray Romano. That's the Irishman, Jimmy. <laughs> right. right, right. Um, I saw a whole article dedicated to Chris Evans wearing a wool sweater. Yeah, I was talking to Chris I, about I that. heard about this afterwards about how there was some sort of fandom or something. Yeah, I was with talking about sweater. And I was, and yeah, Jimmy asked me like, "Oh, how was a sweater?" I'm like, "I don't know. It was. He was just wearing <laughs> was a sweater. Like, kind of sweater. That's a weird question. Apparently, people yeah. really like the sweater. Yeah, I, don't I know. know. Now I got to watch it again and see if I can. <laughs> it's all context. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, Twitter. <laughs> were you? Did you? And, and any good who done it? Were you? Were you? Did you have an idea at first? And were you wrong at the end, or did you figure it out and see it coming? It's tough without... to kind of yeah giving away spoilers because they sort of present you sort of one viewpoint for it from most of the movie, and then some, the curtains are sort of kind of revealed closer to the end. Um, but I just, I wasn't sitting there. I honestly wasn't really trying to even figure out like, oh, what really happened? I was just kind of going for the, the ride. ride. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because um, I, I don't, do that. her name, <laughs> uh, she's actually the main <laughs> star, Anna de Armas. Uh, she's kind of an up and comer. She's actually in the next Bond movie. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, she's the Bond girl, isn't she? I don't know. If she, the blonde? Did she's you say Bond or blonde? The blonde? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have no yes. Idea you said. <laughs> Uh, she didn't. She wasn't really blonde in Knives Out, but I don't remember seeing her when we watched the, uh, the Bond trailer. So, okay. uh, she might kind of blow up a little bit. You know, Bond movies. It's pretty good, I think. Uh, but yeah, she's actually she plays the maid uh, uh, to the family or to Christopher Plummer's character who dies, um, and she's sort of the center and kind of revolves around mm. a lot of her. She has this neat quirk where if she lies, she throws up. <laughs> and that's that's played throughout the whole movie, and it's great. I actually really enjoyed it. So Ooh. she just can't lie at all. Any what a terrible tiny, flaw to have. Yeah, it's like a great a, running gag. Yeah, ti <laughs> tiny like the smallest lie, even if she just fibs, she you see her for a second like have to throw up. That'd be rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, keep you honest. You know no what? You shit. just gotta start throwing up all the time. Just yeah. throw everybody <laughs> off, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's an easy way to. You could make people think you're lying just by throwing up. Oh, the best. Well, there's the best way to bluff people is to give them a tell that's obvious, and then and then fake your. So tell. maybe that's what it is. <laughs> With uh, without spoiling anything, there's a scene where she's sort of being uh, questioned about the events and everything like this, and 
the the character that's questioning her is like, hey, just remember, you just finished a huge bowl of chili. So and she's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I can see so, that being a good running, uh, running. Yeah, no, it's it's throughout the whole movie. I'd like to kind of see it again if they kind of had some plot holes where, like, wait, she did lie and she didn't throw up. Like, there might have been something like that. But well, the only the only thing I know that I can reference for a out of 10 here is how many southern accents daniel craig nails well that was one thing 10. it was very inconsistent was it <laughs> his accent <laughs> yeah British sometimes? So, so, no sometimes it was just like super like southern you know like the the foghorn leghorn almost <laughs> oh no yeah i'll say boy i'll say boy i always just i just chalked it up <laughs> to chickens i just chalked it up to him being excited in that moment so his accent came out more but uh, i saw it with serena and she's like no nah, i think it was just con- like inconsistent throughout the movie i'm like that's fair he's not southern uh, right. he's not even american so damn our, southern england our, <laughs> is that where he is <laughs> south of wales <laughs> southern wales <laughs> But uh, I'd give it, uh, I don't know, three to four knives, I guess. Sick. Yeah. Three That's how many four. are out? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Put three knives out of four. Three out of four knives are out right now. <laughs> All right. That's, good a good, that's a good one. Yeah, it was fun. I recommend it. Well, I, uh, I, I too, also went to go see a movie this week. Ooh. Uh, I know, right? We do this movie podcast. What's this show called? <laughs> I, went, I went to go see uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh. On Thursday. And was thoroughly entertained, first of all. Um, didn't know that Carol Shelby was a race car driver as well as a race car maker. Oh, really? Or a car uh, worked for Ford and made the Cobra. That's what his first vehicle was. And then the Shelby came after that. I think the Shelby was a Cobra. I'm not a car guy, but they really don't go into that much detail about it. But they do go from... Um, Shelby was the only American at the time to win Le Mans, but he didn't do it in an American car. He did it in a European car. They don't mention that either. And then, <laughs> and then they the, the the real the real story is um, Shelby and and Ken Miles, who was the driver, Christian Bale. And it's is Shelby Damon. Shelby is Damon. Correct. Yeah. So neither of them play Ford or Ferrari. That's no. Ben Affleck. <laughs> there is a meteor. I found out at the end okay. of the movie for you, Jimmy. Um, but it's it really is the story of Shelby convincing Ford and Lee Iacocca as well to build a vehicle or build an engine and build a car that can take on Ferrari and Le Mans. Because at the time, Le- Ferrari won Le Mans four out of five times. So it's, oh, this is before Lee Iacocca took over Chrysler. This is before Lee Iacocca. Yeah, he was just a sales manager for Ford at the time. Oh, okay. If uh, if you have no interest generally in racing or cars and automaking and all that, how would would you recommend this movie to anybody? Totally. Um, Christian Bale's on fire. He, we Literally. don't get to see that accent come out like his 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 hometown accent come out of him, and he is this jolly English guy who loves racing. Like. You don't have to know cars to enjoy this movie okay? at all. You can go into it and get enough of the backstory. And there's some serious, like, informative scenes where, for example, Lee Iacocca asks Shelby, he's like, so what do we have to do to win Le Mans? He was like, okay, well. And so if you don't know anything about Le Mans, that's where Shelby explains the entire race, how it works, goes through countryside. Exposition! Exactly, right? (laughs) So you can walk in not knowing a steering wheel from a clutch and come out being very entertained. Good. But I think Christian Bale's going to walk away with an award for this one for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, not so much Matt Damon. Like, Matt Damon's fodder (laughs) for it, really. He does a really good job of being the the arrogant cowboy that Carol Shelby was. Um, 
the Le Mans race is ridiculous. Like it's done in four hour increments. You learn drivers trade in and trade out. They actually do a test. They do the Daytona Le Mans first. So anybody in America who wants to qualify and see if they can do it, they do a mock run at Daytona and then they go and do it out in, uh, in France. Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. How many, uh, oui, ça. How many 92 Corollas? <laughs> <laughs> That's my car knowledge. <laughs> uh, seven 92 Corollas out of 10. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's fast. It's fun. It's furious. Is it long? Uh, is it long? <laughs> Two and a half hours. Oof. It was. That right. is a bit long. Really long. Um, it's and not like, Irishman. Because it showcases. That's the, just not fair. The first time they go, like without giving away a lot of the plot, they go the first time and they get their ass handed to them. And it's all about, and and it, it it's from the top down. So all the brass at Ford think they know what they're doing, and they're trying to tell car guys what to do. And the car guys are like, "Listen, the guy who builds the car is the guy who should race the car." And there's this huge debate whether Ken Miles should race because he's not a company man, right? And gets out and yells at people, freaks out on the course, just but Throw, throws wrenches, throws wrenches. There, <laughs> that wrench scene is pretty great. He actually. <laughs> Like that wrench gets framed in the movie because he knows how good of a driver Ken Miles is, and it comes up later down the road. Um, but yeah, it was it was thoroughly entertaining. So if yeah, you want to if you want to go see it, go see it. Bravo to you guys going to the, wrench, going to the theater. Yeah. Dodge, <laughs> Dodge a Ferrari. Uh, I thought it was Ford and Ferrari, not Dodge and Ferrari. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been better. That be. would have been better. <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> so Chris, uh, without giving you a heads up, we're about to do the trailer of the week. Trailer of the week. We have three this week. Which one do we want to start for? Jimmy, I'm going to give this up. Why don't we just do it like how we just watched it? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. All right. Whatever. The other so Wonder Woman was. 1984 is the first one. My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Uh, now, I is think... it Wonder Woman 1984 or WW? 1984. Okay. Ooh. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. It says WW84, but I think it's Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we know what we're talking about. Uh, I'm just stalling. I think, <laughs> I think out of the... Th- Three. This is the one I'm most likely to see in theaters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like it's biting off a lot of that '80s stuff that everyone's going for right now, and that's fine. Like I, I people seem to like it, and that's cool. Um. When were you born, Jimmy? Ninety-five. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. Excellent. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy's like fuck the '80s. <laughs> that's why it didn't like pull at your heartstrings like yeah. it did mine. It was very Thor Ragnarok-y. You know what I mean? There's Which is somebody, great. Yeah, I think yes. no, it's fine. It's I, good. It's great. But I don't know. I think we just thing, we've seen it in other stuff already. Okay. So maybe I'm kind they should of just losing. do their own thing. Yeah, I'm just kind of. I like the, the original whole. Wonder Woman because it was its own thing, and like I love the fight scenes. I thought they were well choreographed, and I love the music for it. And I hope they keep a lot of that. I hope they don't just. Did you watch the original Wonder Woman TV series where she just spins around in a circle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few of those. Linda isn't, Carter, right? Yeah. She's in the movie. Linda isn't Carter's she? amazing. Like that's what I see in that WWE okay. for is the old school. Maybe that's what they're going for. And yeah. if that's what they're going for, great. It kind of is like Stranger Things meets Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> With I mean Wonder Woman. <laughs> right. DC is is has always been a uh, you know a couple feet behind Marvel. So if they saw that Thor Ragnarok did so well, like 
completely agree with you guys. Like pull from that because people loved it. Learn to laugh at yourself even, a little yes. bit. Like, it yeah. even He's has so like the, the like font. Shazam. Like, wow. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of, it's nothing new to me right now. It right. could have gone a different direction. I'm interested to see Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. I'll say that. I'm interested yeah, to see how they brought back Chris Pine from the dead because he <laughs> does hand off that watch at the end of the first one and he right. does die. So and and, the, and the where vil- does it fall in the canon when he's when he's uh, captaining the Enterprise? <laughs> <laughs> it's after the release of Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> but like I, I know that Pedro Pascal, the guy who's playing the main villain, the guy who's voicing the background about all your dreams and the mall scene. I have a feeling he has something to do with the return of Chris Pine. Because if you look at it closely, he's got some silver streaks in his hair. So well, I don't Kristen, know if he's aged or if he's been uh, brought. Cheetah uh, can't know. be the main. main Maybe he's got a time right? traveling crystal. Like he's got something on his desk there that looks very. Yeah. I think uh, they're going to pull a fast one. And it's not really Chris Pine or his character in the Right. It'll it's like be, a Mysterio. It'll be something deal. sort of else. Oh, like a shapeshifter. <laughs> some kind of shapeshifter. But to be fair, how much are they pulling from Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do show a lot of like Chris Mystique. Pine in the movies, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> True. Yeah, like it could be a pine-filled movie. Ooh. Yeah. When's it out? <laughs> I don't know. We should know that. I think all these. We movies did just are, watch the trailer. Yeah, all these movies. I think. We're next I year. think that one was. You, you were just, I think it comes March out in 1984. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> March 2020. <laughs> I think it's summer 1984. Has there been jokes about this? Looks like a horrible adaptation from the book. 1984. I haven't, I haven't heard of that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Jeez, that was wasted. That w- that's GO84, not 2020. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so 2020 is all it is on IMDb right now. Okay. I think it's March. Okay. Are we all going to go seat in the theater together or are it's, we going to. I'd be. I, you know what? I'd be totally down for that. Yeah. You yeah, know what? We that's... say this every time that a new trailer comes out yeah. and we don't do it. And so we've never I'm just gone waiting, to one. I'm movie. waiting for you guys to make a move. All okay? right. Yeah. I would have went to go see Rise of Skywalker, but. That's not Yeah, I picked a bad It's date. releasing at a horrible time of the year for Christmas parties and such. It is. Yeah. I still. I haven't bought those tickets yet. I'm still sitting that's, on the fence. Uh, next week? Yeah. 19th. 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 Yeah, because the Mandalorian doesn't come out that day it gets it got pushed or whatever really yeah because <laughs> we were looking at the schedule like hey wait why is the one episode not come out on friday because it rises i didn't get to watch episode six yet that makes yeah, perfect sense you haven't watched oh of mandalorian yeah not I'm, of star wars like i should have said never chapter saw return six. of the jedi chapter <laughs> yeah you haven't seen return of the jedi <laughs> You know, I'm still not That's on weird. return yet. I'm watching <laughs> them from one on. Yeah. And I like just skipped. I just skipped six. <laughs> I'm on Phantom right now. <laughs> Best one so far, gotta say. All right, so let's nail off the second trailer here. So, Free Guy. Free Guy. Free, free guy. guy. Not Fun Guy. Buddy down on the ground! Hey, bud, you ever think that there's gotta be more? More than what? The stuff we do day after day. Being shot at, run over, taken hostage. Everybody down on the ground. Today's gonna be different. Hi. Starring not fun guy. Starring Ryan Reynolds and a bunch of other people we have yet to see. Starring Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. (laughs) It really is a Ryan Reynolds like vehicle. Yeah, hundred percent. It's isn't it like dead. Pool in Fortnite, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sort of. You guys were you guys were telling me so. NPC is what is non-player controlled. NPC, okay, so non-player controlled, and it's obviously stemming from the Fortnite world because Fortnite is the most popular. It's like a Fortnite GTA combo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
I've never played those games, so I don't. You've I'm never played Auto? No I, Vice Auto? City, San Andreas. I, I okay. I shouldn't say I've never played them. I never really got into them because it just seems like there's too much work. I'm 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 the kind of gamer that like I like a I like a set schedule. I like set challenges. I See, don't like having a world that I have complete access to. It's just that's too where much. Grand Theft Auto always like kind of succeeded is that they still gave you sort of a story like to kind of follow. And if you want to just fuck around, go fuck around. But they can't. Some of the games sometimes will just like, hey, do all this stuff, and it's kind of overwhelming. But that's the sense I got when he put on the sunglasses outside. And it said bank heist, so clearly that's a mission in the game. Yeah, like he just picked got, up on that. Yeah, and, and he's in the bank that gets robbed every day. Yeah, right. Like he's the teller in the bank that everybody who plays the game robs on that mission. Yeah. So his job is to every day get robbed. And yeah. Then, oh, right. Yeah, and one day he just goes, all "Right, all right. Yeah, should we do back. more than just?" Some days he doesn't even get to his job. Yeah. <laughs> like you see in the trailer, he gets hit by two cars. That was probably <laughs> the funniest part for me. Anyway. <laughs> I realize that whenever you see someone get hit by a car in a movie, it's, it's generally funny. for like laughs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and the way he fell Final was particularly too. video game esque. The way he bounced around and yeah, very unrealistically fell to the ground. Well, he just gets punched in the face and keeps walking. Like it's yeah. you can tell he's very used to all of it. Yeah. Oh, and it I doesn't think it's hurt. Be him. Entertaining. Right. Well, maybe it does. <laughs> do you I think, love Ryan Reynolds. Do you think uh, it I'll ends with him right going into the real world and meeting the players that he's kind of meeting Ryan on? Reynolds? Because they they Ooh, uh, what's yeah. the uh, who do they show there as the bad guy? Uh, the director Taika of Thor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Watiti, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I assume he'll have a bigger role right. later on. Yeah, are they gonna like flash out of the game and there's like a bunch of twelve year olds? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Or it's Ryan Reynolds playing the whole time. Well, that would be incredibly meta. (laughs) Dressed as Deadpool. I was going to say Deadpool's (laughs) playing the game. Well, it's from the same studio. They can do it. They have the rights, buddy. Why do do you guys have to say these things out loud? Because they're going to happen now. (laughs) Got to put it in the universe. Put it out there. It's going to happen. We're not using our platform right. (laughs) I Obviously, I think I should. You heard it here first on The Real Debaters. I think if I go and play an episode of Grand Theft Auto, I might enjoy this movie more. Would that be safe to say? Well, like, to be honest, I watching it, it didn't. I didn't get a lot of laughs at it. It kind of looks uh, explosions and everything. I don't know. It's, it's a summer blockbuster. Yeah, it looked. It came out July third, which I was really right. surprised. People about. used to get a real kick out of playing those games. Like, hey, I can stop this guy in a car, rip him out of his car, and steal his car. So free guys, just the dude that gets ripped out of his car every day and gets his car stolen. <laughs> it's a new take. Work, right? It's definitely a new take. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, after Ready Player One did so well, I mean, exploring the video game genre style movie. I think well, it, they they can't seem to get a video game movie to work no, on you're its right own about that. for the most for the most part. So <laughs> Hitman, it's, it's like we've Creed. <coughs> Prince of Persia. Like you said, uh, Ready Player One, Free Guy now. It's kind of in a similar vein a few years back, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes, that very much. Worked. Uh, that worked very it was, well. It kind of had a video game sort of aesthetic to was it. Was that an Edgar Wright movie? It was. Okay. Even Jumanji has that video exactly, game. Exactly, Jumanji, but not based off an actual game, right? Yeah. So because Assassin's Creed. Jumanji's not real? Yeah. <laughs> well, there is a board game. Yeah. <laughs> Been sitting there waiting to get sucked into a board Come game on. for years, Jimmy. I think um, I actually enjoyed the real like the nods to video gaming that Jumanji had in it. It's kind of cool, oh, like, like the where one? a guy like dies and then suddenly he reappears and he's yeah. only got two lives left. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Was, like, where do you go for those few seconds <laughs> when you die? I don't know. Just a good question. Like, is just purgatory? That's you don't a, even know. It seems like a whole new movie right there. Whoa. Video video game <laughs> purgatory is just like a loading screen. You're actually, you're reborn and you live your entire life in that split second up to the point where you're back in the game. Whoa. <laughs> I don't. They actually clone you in your. <laughs> I think out of just 
tradition and and expectation, I will watch Free Guy when it comes on streaming service right. through my Xbox. Yeah. Just to make it yes. so that it oh. all ties together, right? I, I don't meta. think, yeah, I we don't want to go, yeah. It's a streamer. But definitely a streamer, okay. Very yeah, I meta. can't find myself spending any kind of money to go see it in the theater. Even scene points. Like, I can't, that'd be a waste. <laughs> yeah. Be a waste of my scene wow. points. That's a new way to rate something. <laughs> no kidding. Would you use scene points on it? Oh, no. Nah. I would I would buy the reduced movie price tickets at Costco to go see. Oh, I went full idiot the other day. I would tell my grandma to give me a gift certificate to go see it. I went to when I went oh. to go see Doctor Sleep. Oh yeah, hang on, that's that's okay. I went to go see oh, Doctor Sleep it? and I it was great, but I accidentally uh, used my scene points on a cheap movie Tuesday like an idiot. Oh no! Same amount of scene points. Used it, yeah, got a free movie for. That's, where they, get, just been that's where they get you. Yeah, I know. You, they fucked me there. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, I'll go see a movie and I'll use my points. But no, I'm an idiot. They're like, boom, got another one. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, it was really good. Oh, <laughs> We've been wanting to go see it and just haven't. I like I would. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Chrissy's super. Uh, my partner's super obsessed with uh, Stephen King. Oh, the crowd knows Chrissy now. Yeah. Oh, so Chris, yeah. Chrissy's super <laughs> obsessed with Stephen King. Super <laughs> obsessed. Like oh, literally man. I have in my house pretty much. Anytime we're home and we're not watching TV or something, there's a Stephen King audio audiobook going of some sort of something. Ominous. Yeah, no yes. kidding. I was going to say, that's a really <laughs> dark, dark place to live in. What's um, the last trailer? Let's no, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Was, uh, Ghostbusters. Just, nobody's home. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going. I can't figure out where the sound's coming from. It's for from. the dog. <laughs> so the last. My dog's super into Pet cemetery. <laughs> the last trailer is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Call it fate. Call it luck. Call it karma. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Come on, darling. Any of us been waiting for this? I, 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 me and, I think me and Mark have. I don't know. Chris, how do you feel about... I've been waiting for some sort of Ghostbusters 3 for years, and I don't think that's what I was waiting for. In what regard? <laughs> I, was, it... I remember years ago when I think Seth Rogen and the gang, those gang of guys were kind of attached, and it was sort of going to sound like a passing of the torch kind of movie to the, the new group. Uh, so we'd have a four It'd new be like guys. Seth Rogen, James Franco, yeah, whoever, Danny McBride. Yeah, exactly. And whoever Hill. it was. Now, now that being said, I don't know if that, that would have been good, but that's the kind of I was looking for. I want to see the ghost busting. I don't want to yeah. fucking sit for about an hour to an hour and a half waiting to get to the Ecto one. Watching teens be angsty. Yeah. Oh, look, we <laughs> like it's there was just too much like it's like watching the South Stranger Park thing. watching Stranger Things for right. half the movie. I can yeah, just watch Stranger Things. We all know these things. Ghostbusters hasn't left the mainstream psyche we know ghostbusters this trailer treated us like we have never really seen these things in the last 30 years but maybe if you're the age of the kids in this you have no idea what ghostbusters but then all these but then all these shots mean nothing to you because you're like oh look a shitty white car (laughs) it's not even white it's dirty yeah (laughs) and there's no ghost busting in this that we kind of see what maybe look like slimer what i was thought was really intriguing so paul rudd's in it yeah right so and there's this young girl that discovers this uniform that belonged to her parents that used to do ghostbusters. Like, doesn't it sound very Ant Man Wasp esque with Paul Rudd in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I see where you're going with that. 
What? Like so, the little girl gets the uniform that her parent used to fight crime. <laughs> I'm what what I say is the Ghostbusters that I've been waiting for was not the reboot by pa- Paul Fick, like that piece of shit. And and I just need to premise this before I say it is that it was a bad movie. It had nothing to do with giving a, a, four women the roles. I I know that's why it was shit on constantly when it came out was that it wasn't the original four guys. But at the end of the day, I never saw it. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't it just wasn't, wasn't a good and i don't think it did well at the box office it did horrible at the box the only saving grace was chris helmsworth as the dumb secretary i like, think he chris played... helmsworth ruined it really i yeah. i thought he was i thought he was <laughs> bloody fucking hilarious I'm kidding. oh he was, okay he was fine. all right um what i'm saying is what i'm waiting for is he was I'm... just in there for looking hot and being dumb I'm waiting for the original cast to come back, which is what this clearly is. They now, promised. The, the, the story that you're talking about that Seth Rogen was supposed to have is, I'm, I'm fairly certain, has always been this script, was a passing of the torch. Okay. They just so took it. So who's the torch? The kids? The kids are the new torch. So they just took it away from giving it to older kids and gave it to the younger generation, which appeals. Lame. It's, it's, it's a studio decision, clearly, because <laughs> it appeals to the younger masses as opposed to the people who watch two movies and have come to love. Because they know you're already going to go see it. And so the well, only, they're banking on The yeah, only exactly. original yeah. Ghostbuster that's passed away is Spangler, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Ivan Redman, yeah. yeah. Ivan Redman. Right, so that's the kind of cool part. Man, Dan Aykroyd is a lot, right? isn't he? Yeah. Like, all, and he was in charge of writing the script, too. Good like, for like him. Like, Jason Reitman, the son of the dead Ghostbuster, I is making a Ivan. movie about a girl discovering her... Right, it parent fit. past like it's a it's a pretty cool fit in that sense. I agree that this J- Jason Reitman's kind of making a movie about his life, sort of exactly in a well, weird it, sort of way. Maybe his fantasy world life. What a life! For it's him not Ivan him. Reitman. We're right. Ivan Reitman is Jason Reitman's father. Yes, right. it's Harold Ramey. Yes, yeah, Ivan Reitman did the original. Ivan movie. Reitman, Harold he, Ramey, yeah, and it. Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd all wrote it together. Yeah. Oh, okay. and, and Ivan Reitman directed, directed it. it. Yes, yes, that's correct. Harold Ramis did Caddyshack as well. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, Didn't Ivan Reitman also direct Empire? Like the TV like the show? Like the TV show? No, no, no. <laughs> like the That'd be o- a weird one. The only other uh, Empire Strikes Back. Come on. I don't know. Which, which Empire? <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Damn it. Empire Strikes what? <laughs> I'm Did only on know? episode one, Chris. You know that. Damn what happens to the Empire that they have to strike back? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hang on here. Who strikes first? <laughs> Who shoots oh, no. first? Irvin Kirshner. That's what I was. That's not we're we're really having problems with names. Yeah. Irvin Ivan. Bill Kreischer? <laughs> Bill Kreischer wrote that fire. Okay, so so Chris, you're clearly you're kind of a, you're I need a, you're to see at. I need to see more cuz this does say official trailer, but that definitely felt like a big tease. It did. Uh <laughs> I I need to see a little bit more, but I feel like the big reveal trailer will just show more nostalgic that i hopefully some jokes that it doesn't yeah hope yeah exactly there wasn't really <laughs> maybe any write a joke ghostbusters yeah. i also love paul rudd yeah i, I can can't go wrong paul rudd all the time i'm sure he'll go on conan slumping, <laughs> hyping this movie and it's just base. gonna be fucking mac and me again and we'll all laugh oh god that's so good <laughs> he's gonna do it again <laughs> and we're all gonna sit there and watch it <laughs> It's one of the best running gags. I agree. Oh, that's amazing. I think it's beautiful. Uh, So I know I'm going to go see this in the theater. Jimmy, where do you kind of stand on it? Uh, um, 
Probably, probably never. I will go with you to see it. In <laughs> you the will theater. go with me, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I just, I need to hear the original song. Like, who are you gonna call? I need, I need all of my eighties nostalgia. And I'll be happy. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Which but you no, can I find need... the real debaters on. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless. Plugs. Oh, that's what a segue sounds like. Okay, um, we're learning. I, I just need, I, I need what I got from the first one, and I can let it go. I can overlook. But I don't, I don't see any of the original eighties movie like, feel. like feel in that. At all, there's no. I think we'll there's get no it. dry Bill Murray wit. It's just Paul Rudd being. Let's be honest, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, and there was nothing really. If you didn't, that that wasn't a. Go- if you didn't say Ghostbusters at the end, would you really been like? I think we're anything. S- they're not showing us the the meat right now. This is just the they got total. It. Tease, it's a tease, right? right. Yeah. The, we you, did see. Uh, what was it? We saw the leg of. Uh, what are they fucking called? On the car there near the end of the d- demon dog dudes. Oh fuck. Mike, you know that's what I assumed it was. Oh, like Gozar? Yeah, like the, yeah, the, yeah. The feet, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so that guessing. Was cool. I'm guessing that the plot is that whatever the containment system was in the firehouse has been buried underground on that farmhouse property. So why that oh. I, that we don't know? We'll find so that the spirits out. Well, are escaping so the containment system. Yeah. yeah, they probably had to get it out of New York, and they put it in. Oh, uh, that's in you know what? nowhere. You heard it here first on the real debaters. That's my call. <laughs> and then all of these kids find out that they're you know relatives and parents and so on and so forth were the Ghostbusters. Do you think Finn Wolfhard's related to Bill Murray's character? Christ, he I better hope be not. He better be. That would make that would make the most sense. He wouldn't be Dan because Dan Aykroyd's the meek one. Like Bill Murray's the leader of the group. But he's right? also the one that got a blowjob from a ghost. That's <laughs> sexually harassed a woman. Assaulted a woman. Uh, Who's gonna play Slimer? Me. Whoever who played Slimer? <laughs> who, who did do, who Slimer? did do the voice of Slimer in the original? Why don't you, Andy Circus. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh now. Again, the thing with this one was, and it's the same thing I said about Wonder Woman, why Jimmy didn't like it. It like that's one of the first movies I went to with just my friends, where my parents did have to take me to go the original Ghostbusters. Yes, so it reminds me of my childhood and all the things that went along with it, and how excited I was about it. So it's the nostalgia thing that that hits home with me. And those actors are very specific to those roles. Like when you th- when you put those four guys in a room, you automat you don't go caddyshack. And that's just it though. I'm not getting that vibe from this new one that we have this new group of kids. It didn't even feel like that. It just felt like they stumbled upon the like, car these kids? and driving. And I'm, st- I'm sorry, I'm ripping on the movie. I that, don't that's know fine. what no, trailer no, you're, you're ripping on watching, it. Chris, because I got it completely. <laughs> I'm gonna I I'm gonna call it. it right now that I think when they get everything, like when they get out the Echo One, when they get the containment issues figured out, what the problem is, you're gonna see a, 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 a some sort of scene where they call up Bill Murray and they call up Dan Aykroyd and they call up Ernie Hudson and they they say, "Listen, we have a problem," and they're like, "Well, we haven't." Well, Harold Ramis is dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that's what it's going to be a thing where it's like we haven't all talked since, you know, Egon died. What are you guys doing? It's, tw- it's 27 years later. You know, yeah. Like you're going <laughs> to you're going to see a lot of that where these kids get in over their head. And then we have to like, go back who- to the town because the spirits. are. <laughs> well, yeah. And they're it, literally it's going to be like, who do we call? And then you call in. the. Who three. are we going to call? Yeah. I, I don't want to ever see that. But I can't wait until Bill Murray now puts yeah. on. Puts on the outfit like that's I I kind of want Pennywise to be one of the creatures that he catches at some point. <laughs> Do they have the rights to that? Can they, I don't know. Can they bring I don't Pennywise? Mean, I don't know. Could they update all the ghosts from every ghost movie, like from The Ring and from yeah, like oh, every yeah. scary movie we've watched over the last Dear ten years? God. That would be great. Well, because it's the same kid, right? Exactly. So he can come back twenty-seven years later. To fight that. Yeah, that makes sense. Also comes back as Bill Hader again. 
That right. was a great well, casting. Voice yeah, of Slimer was either Frank Welker, uh, who does the voice of Winnie the Pooh, as Monkey. Weird. And I think uh, Optimus Prime, I think. Oh. I think. Um, many, many voices. And uh, sometimes Ivan Reitman also did the voice. Oh. And I think in the TV show, Billy West, who does Fry oh. and the Red Eminem. Uh, oh. The show. So he's been voiced by Munch. He's, he's an easy voice to do. And Doug. I don't know who did in the new movie. Huh. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Cool. The more you know. And fun fact, we watched Wonder Woman 84, and the original Ghostbusters came out in... 84. 1984. Oh. 87, okay. It all... <laughs> 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 it was the 80s, which Jimmy clearly hates. Yes. <laughs> I don't hate the 80s. I just don't relate to the 80s. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and see, maybe that's a problem then with the new Ghostbusters movie, because the whole new generation's like, I don't give a shit. Well, they're trying to jam it down my throat, but I don't... Care. We'll have to see next year how it does. Typical millennial attitude. <laughs> it was filmed. In you're, <laughs> you're killing the Ghostbuster industry. <laughs> I will okay boomer this room. It was uh, fun fact. The, fucking Gen Xers. The Ghostbusters video game that came out maybe a decade ago. It was kind of like a pseudo sequel to, like in terms of story, uh, oh, to the second one. That's fine. Uh, where I think all at the time all four guys came back to do the voiceovers. Uh, and it follows. I can't remember what the story was, but it kind of picks up. I think after the second one. That's and interesting. You, and you, I think it was like four player co op and all this, and it was actually yeah, it was kind of a blast. Hmm. So can we get something like that? No, we have to get. <laughs> we have to get the we Echo get One Paul plowing Ron Kansas. <laughs> and the Echo One pulling through some guy's yeah, farm which field. That shot also looked really not good to me. Like it didn't. It didn't look. It looked CGI'd too much. Um, I did enjoy how the the alarm was going off at the end of the trailer yeah. as they're driving well, through, like them shooting the yeah the proton the packs. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Don't cross. Uh, what, will they cross the streams? Uh, will they yeah. find out what happens when they cross the? streams? That'll be in the next trailer. Yeah, for sure. Dude, there'll be like a sure. there'll be a whole bunch of action shots, and then there'll be two people at like a urinal, and be like, hey, don't cross the streams, and it'll be, <laughs> then it'll go back to like Slimer, like. Bish, bish, bish. <laughs> Sick. I'm calling it now. Well, you know what? You can call this the official trailer and then trump everybody, and then all of a sudden a year later be like, oh, well, here's the official trailer. Like, it's the official first trailer. But there's another weird thing about this. It was filmed in Calgary. Oh, yeah. Which a lot of movies that film in Calgary that don't get to get filmed in Winnipeg, it's because Calgary has a direct flight to LA. So it takes less time to get home. It was scouted for Winnipeg. I did hear about Winnipeg or Manitoba? Winnipeg. Yeah, would have been, it would have been shot here, but it takes eight hours to get to L.A. from Winnipeg, where it takes you know three hours to get a direct flight. Last fun fact, but I heard it was supposed to actually come out this year, but uh, there were problems with Slimer's teeth. <laughs> yeah. had to, he had hands. <laughs> well, okay. Four teeth. It's, Slimer had feet, and he just walked around. It was weird. It's interesting. Ben Schwartz does the voice. <laughs> You don't need teeth to eat hot dogs. <laughs> You're right. Well, okay. Jonah Hill played Slimer, and he was just a person. It was weird. <laughs> they just painted him green. <laughs> it's like the Watchmen TV show, Doctor Manhattan. I did look that up. I looked up what you yeah. were talking about, and he looks awful. It looks awful. They and just it, painted a guy blue. They it, did. It, it looks, looks like the porno version it, of Watchmen. It looks almost even worse when you're just looking at a still. It's like no one <laughs> decided to. It looks terrible. There's no glow. Like the Zack Snyder glow. Does, so, is there an origin in the show? Does I haven't get? watched it. That's the only I thing have, I've seen, and it makes me not want to watch it. I have, it. and it's a good origin. How it is changed. it the same as from the comics in the the, the first movie? He um, looks like Tobias Funke after he blew himself. 
Nice reference. So without spoiling it for anybody I who blew hasn't myself. seen it, because it just happened last, wow, well, whatever, it's a week old. So the origin story. Also, the sto- Watchmen story is like 35 yeah. right, years so old. So the- Dr. Manhattan's blue, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a big blue dong. And blue balls to follow. The origin story is his character growing up, escaping Nazi Germany, um, getting to America. Father, His father was a watchmaker. Like All of that still, still is still the same. What changes, though, is that at some point he needs to go into hiding. So and it's in it's in the episode, which is where this changes, where he meets Sister Knight, which is Angela A. Barr's character in the show, another superhero. Um, They meet in a bar and they he tells her her future because he's omniscient. He knows everything that's going to happen. So he knows that they're going to be involved together. He knows they're going to have a relationship so he says the only way that this can happen is if I find a body to put myself in. And that's where Dr. Manhattan and Ozymandias meet in the in the show. And Ozymandias tells him that he has a device that can make Dr. Manhattan forget his powers and forget who he is mm-hmm. by implanting it into his brain. So what he does is he picks a new body, implants this device into his brain, forgets who he is, and carries on. And lives his life. And then paints himself blue. And then something happens in Tulsa, Oklahoma in the show, which they need to bring him back. So they go into this guy's brain, which is the guy who plays him. And then out of this body comes Dr. Manhattan. Maybe he just keeps painting himself blue for no... He doesn't know why. And he just keeps (laughs) looking in the mirror because there's something there in his brain that he remembers. feel like me. He just wants to be... He's a percussionist deep down inside and he's got to head to Vegas. Needs to be in, 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 there. It is. Yeah, it's, it's Blue Man Group. That's all it is at the end of it. So it does make sense in the new version because uh, Damon Lindelof has written it, so it ties into a little bit of everything. But no glow. But the glow is Where's missing. The glow? the glow. I think the rely the, the lighting. I don't know how. There, Where's glow at? There's one. There's one scene where he's <laughs> where he is glowing. And then everything else is just this blue paint that's on his body. And you're like, like what the? See, I like the Zack Snyder one when he goes on TV and they're like, oh, we actually need you to turn down your brightness. How's this? And then he like. Yeah, he just dims himself. Changes his And it hue. looks fine. It doesn't look like a just a blue painted guy. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Is that, 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 is that the filter on my phone where I can <laughs> turn down the blue the light? Manhattan <laughs> filter. I think at the end of the day, what happens. Well, that's easier on the eyes. With. With the new Dr. Manhattan is that HBO is still trying to recoup money from Game of Thrones. Right. So they told uh, the production team on, on Watchmen. You, you have no money. You have blue paint. <laughs> do do your best with blue paint. It's lead based. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. So that is that. But moving on. I uh, I know Mark mentioned last episode that I made this, this uh, pilgrimage to my favorite place on earth that I had yet to go to, which was Disneyland. And I wanted to tell you guys Disney World about Disney World. about my travels there because I blasted our Instagram page with oh yeah with a ton of photos of it and we never really talked about it so I figured this episode would be great to do it and I and I, I and ju- our group chat and our group chat yes um, <laughs> and our other group chat yeah. yes I spammed everybody with lightsaber <laughs> pictures it was I apologize to everyone who had to put up with that and for the Facebook account <laughs> okay so it was everywhere and I think I saw some TikToks. <laughs> So to to kind of bring it all in, I don't really want to talk about my experience in Universal and all that stuff because every that, that's easily figured out. But Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was I I cried 
Let's just <laughs> let's just start there. Like walking in, Shauna was very um, very adamant about like keeping it to like the last event of that day at Disney Hollywood Studios because we had to go there anyway because of our reservations. Right. So we went around everywhere. We went to like the Pixar area and we went to the we tried to get on some rides and three four fucking hours later we're like this is not. Let's just do. You other just don't stuff. stand in line, right? Let's do other stuff. So um, we get into Galaxy's Edge and you literally walk from like a playground and then all of a sudden like the two tiers of these mountains from Batu, which is where you're walking into are right there and then you walk around the corner and there's a life-size version of a TIE fighter just right Hanging there. out. And like I'm I'm still getting chills talking about it cuz it's it's all of these things that come from your childhood that are now built to scale. Hashtag #martin. And uh <laughs> <laughs> you're you just back. like you're just confused and joyous at the same time. So we we scouted the whole area and everything like the detail that they put into this like it 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 literally feels like they hired the guys who made the sets and told them to come to the park and just play right they, they don't may have they, I, I we can probably figure that out later but um the robots the building detail even the ground like everything is is part of that world oh. and uh so we decided first <laughs> let's just get the millennium falcon out of the way, right? Because I had a now. Which I, Millennium Falcon is this? The solo movie, the original Millennium Falcon. This is the original Millennium Falcon. Okay, this is not the solo version. Cool, cool, cool. And it is a four and a half minute ride. Um, and we got we got to, we 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 had to figure out where the lineup was because it <laughs> snaked around the park so much. And then there's this guy who's got his job: hold a sign that says "End of Line Millennium Falcon," and he just keeps moving through the park to let you know where to stand. <laughs> So we look at the line, and then I go to my app, and it says 210 minutes to get on. Yeah. So you start doing the math in your head, you're like four and a half minute ride. Okay, yeah, that actually does make sense. So when you go to Disneyland, um, you can do a single rider line, which means you just get placed with a group of people. Right. Or you can do a group line, which is the group line always takes forever. So we walk up, and we're like, we're going to single ride it. Me and Shauna don't care about sharing the experience. We just want to get this out of the way. But you need to hold hands. <laughs> So she I needs uh, to see your expression exactly right happens. and capture it. So we walk up to the line and I, I say to the girl, I'm like, is the single rider line open? And she's like, no, it's closed. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, well, can I wait here and wait for it to open? She's like, of course you can. So I go and plunk down and I have, I have the biggest frown that a 37 year old man can make, right? Like, like I'm a backpack on and I'm just fucking kicking on a fucking ride with those kids in my way. Playing, play, playing with my Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker toys. <laughs> so Shauna walks over to her. Oh, how sad. And she says, well, how long do you think the single rider line is going to be closed for? And she's like, maybe a half an hour, maybe an hour. It's it's got to clear out. The big line's got to clear out first before the single rider line can open. So Sean is like, can we sit here? And the girl's like, yep. So Sean comes and sits down next to me. And this is where I realized that the key to Disneyland is a frown. Because they are all charged with making your life better. They're watching you. Everybody's wa- Everything is watched at Disneyland constantly, right? Like there's like 10 employees waiting at the gate, two of which are just letting people buy. Everybody else is kind of just mingling. Our, about, our facial software has detected a frown in section 37. <laughs> I'm sure. There's a grown man frowning. I'm sure. So Launch the Imagineers. Get him a giant turkey. <laughs> Launch the Imagineers. Okay. Deploy. 
<laughs> so about five minutes goes by and the girl comes over to me and she looks at me and she was like, well, how many of you are there? And I'm like, it's just two of us. And she's like, go get in the fast pass line and forget about it. <laughs> what? So we go from 210 minutes to in, on, ride, off in less than 20. Pretty sweet. You so must have looked looked so sad. What, what is the ride? You just so, take a little cart around the Millennium Falcon. You said four minutes. So. so you you walk through a lot of nostalgia before you actually get to the ride. And I realized that what I took a picture of the Millennium Falcon that's sitting where everybody is lined up around is not what you ride. In behind is a giant mountain, and there are two compartments that are very similar to oh, like the, to the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. So you walk through the Millennium Falcon. You get to touch everything on the Millennium Falcon, but you're actually in a docking bay on Batu. So you walk through all the ramps, and then you walk through the Falcon itself, and then you walk to a loading area, which is just the main, like where the chessboard is, like the monster chessboard. Yeah. Um, and some cargo, and then the long hallway where there's like the contraptions in the floor that they get to hide in. So there's there's that's like a holding pen, and then you go into the docking bay, and Disney's a fucking android that they've built which is i thought it was real it's an actual robot holy shit and his job is to tell you that you're supposed to steal a piece of cargo from uh, the republic and transport it across xyz galaxy and make sure it lands and that's that so he kind of gives you like an onboarding session before you even get on and then you get put into another holding pen and then that's where they divide up uh pilot engineer weapons cool and so me and Sean are standing there and I'm watching the guy. Right. And Sean is like boxing all these like parents out with their kids. And this fucking woman with her two kids comes by and like cuts through me. And the guy's like pilot pilot. And I'm like, motherfucker. I wanted to choke the kid because I had been waiting there for a fucking pilot. And then he goes over to me and he's like, here's your here's your engineer pass. And I'm like, oh. you fucking dick. Like he clearly knew. So we get on. And uh, the guy that onboards you, this alien, explains what each position is supposed to do as the ride is happening. So he'd be like, pilots, go on a hyperdrive, right? So then the the kid literally gets to, like, hyperdrive it. And then it's a 4D experience, to answer your question, Chris. It's not so much a ride that moves. It's a big screen in front of you that feels like you're flying it 100%. And then... uh, so the engineers have to throw out a cable line to tow the cargo that they have. They land inside of a, another ship. So I'm like hitting a button on the side. And Sean is like, watch the fucking ride. And I'm like, I'm playing the fucking ride. Leave me alone. And uh, then the kids have to like, you, you got like a, a, like a handset to drive it. And then the weapons experts were the two, the mothers of these kids. And they were, hitting, <laughs> they were all like confused and hitting buttons. Um, four and a half minutes later, it's done. Shit. And then you're off and then you go. And so my secret my 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 realization that to anybody that goes to Disneyland, frown like a motherfucker. Be a grown man. Just frowning. feel, just <laughs> act like they just shit in your cornflakes, and they like. No, she didn't have to ask anybody she to pass knew. me by. She just she her job is to make people happy. Right. So she's like, just two of you go, fuck it, be done. So after that was that after that was accomplished, I was like, I don't care what we do in this park anymore. We're like, frowning the whole time. We're fr- yeah. Mike's just going everywhere and frowning. <laughs> Pretty much. Giant turkey oh, look guy. at that ice cream. pretty much uh so then the next uh the next booking was the cantina olga's cantina so we get in line and take our information they're like as soon as you get in line as soon as you're approved to go in they're like as soon as you get sat down you can't leave your table okay and we're like well why and they're like as soon as you leave your table someone will see that that's an open spot and fill it and fill it because there's only standing room 
in this cantina. Um, I was upset they were playing the music from New Hope, mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. cantina on Tatooine, but it was a it was a robot DJ oh. doing it. Uh, um, it wasn't the the jizz band. It wasn't the jizz band. <laughs> you know what? And they have a history of doing like the the Bears Jamboree robot. Yeah, that seems like something they easy. could have easily done. done that. They totally could have thrown it in, but I guess they were staying on on script because it's Batu and not Tatooine, right? Uh, and it's Black Spire Outpost. So I mean, throwing it in there, you probably would have had your purists going like this doesn't belong here so they made a whole new planet a whole new base a whole new cantina so you get in you get a menu and like that's a chain restaurant what kind of (laughs) what kind of food are we having you're having you're having theme park food that just has fancy names from star wars right okay yeah so you're having like the tatooine poutine Right. <laughs> oh, wow. They actually have poutine Tattoo down there. Yeah. Poutine. Yeah. Was yeah. it good? We didn't order any food. We just ordered a couple of drinks because we wanted to go in and take pictures and experience it. Right. Is if, Unless you're in there with a big big group of people, it's $20 cocktails. American. Whew. Some of them Well, they have... probably don't want people getting drunk at Star Wars Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I guess so. But, I mean, they serve beer everywhere. Like, right. You, you can get a beer at any any place that sells food has beer to, to you know, keep the parents calm. Um. So we got in, we placed our order. Some of the cocktails were like frizzy and foamy, and then they would drop these ice balls in and they would explode. Other ones were like three levels of colors and they had all these weird glasses. Like they really take the time to make it an authentic experience. The the actual dispensaries, like they're all pre-mixed so that they can get you in and get you out pretty quick. But like you, you pull a latch and then you push a button. Like everything looks like it would come from a bar in Star Wars. Except it's just Kool-Aid with vodka when right. it comes out. <laughs> I think my takeaway from your trip is how excited you get to press buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loves the shit out of pressing buttons, yeah. doesn't he? I don't blame him. Buttons them. are toys. Buttons are toys. Are they like the big red glowy buttons that they have in the movies? 100%. Oh. Yeah. Like, like everything. Like you can feel it like click in. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're saying all the right things right now. <laughs> yeah. It really was. And like the when you're on the Millennium Falcon, all of the diagnostic tools and the radar is front like it's not updated so it's that very generic like when han and luke are in the millennium falcon shooting targets like they're shooting tie fighters it's that look right oh. it's it's that targeting system so you're you're playing with everything well um, fun fact the controls to the death star is just a tv switchboard <laughs> right three when buttons they go, and, it's just that's just doing like a, a cut between two shows oh. that's well that's all that would be if that was attached to a TV station. That's super funny. Um, so after Can- August Cantina, which was maybe 20 minutes, um, we had to wait like an hour and a half for uh, my lightsaber. So we kind of walked around a bit, took some pictures. Uh, Chewie's walking around. There's always stormtroopers walking around. The stormtroopers have the modifiers in their, in their to voice make their box. Voice, yeah. So they, they actually walk up to a kid and they're like, you're unauthorized to be here. Let's see your boarding pass. And then the kid just starts to cry and runs away. <laughs> Is there like uh, someone playing Leia or Darth Vader? And so Ray was there. Darth Vader was there. Stormtroopers galore. Uh, Chewie. Chewie's handler, which was just a, Seems offensive. a, a rebel guard. Rookies um, <laughs> are people. Free Chewie. R2-D2. No C-3PO, no R2-D2. Weird. Yeah, um, that seems like an easy one they could have rolling around. The only guys that have been in every movie. Right. You would think so. Huh. Um, I don't like that. They have a museum attached to the Star Wars area that shows... Where are the droids I'm looking for? <laughs> Someone has to be asked. That. Other side of the park. <laughs> That's why they don't have them. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't ask that when I was there. 
Um, so there's a lot of replicas from the movies. Like they had a pod, they had one of six pod racers that was in Sweet. Phantom Menace. Um, they had a lot of the small dioramas that Lucas used for shooting the Death Star scenes. Like right. how it was all very miniature. Um, clothing from the movies. Uh, everything is exit through the gift shop. So the gift shop, you can make like a ripoff version of the lightsaber, the one you throw out. <laughs> That's like twenty four ninety nine, right? From Toys R Us. Sweet. Um, <laughs> make your own droid, keychain, stuff like that. Uh, so that's in the museum area. Make your own droid? Yeah, they have a make your own droid depot did, and a make your own lightsaber. Did they have something? Um, it came to Edmonton when I lived there about 2012. It was called Star Wars Identities. It yep. was basically a museum. Uh, they set up shop where you could walk around and see all the concept art from the movies. All like they had, At the end was all the costumes. Like They actually had like Darth Maul's costume. All mm. kind of yes, very up. similar to that. Um I think it went to Ottawa. It was like it was one of you know it was like a museum kind of thing, like a traveling roadshow sort of. Speech, so yeah, but, but it was all like sort of learning the history and stuff. You'd walk around. You could kind of create yep. your own sort of character. That's what I imagine probably is like Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, th- th- this pumped up like a thousand. Is, is yeah. very much what Galaxy's Edge. It is. sounds like they do a really good job of even when you're not in like a ride, the entire thing is basically a Fun. ride. It's an immersion. Yeah, it is. It, it when you step in and step out, you completely notice it. Um, they were actually still building Rise of the Empire, Rise of the Resistance, sorry, which was the new ride, uh-huh. which is the longest 4D experience ride in North America. It's 18 and a half minutes long, start Ooh. to finish. And so were, the line's like 17 hours? I can't even imagine. Right? But they're <laughs> you have to book it like now. months in advance. Oh, yeah. You'd have what to book there, a time to do the ride. Was the Millennium Falcon the only ride, or was there more? The Millennium Falcon is the only ride in uh, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Okay, and they're building. But there's other Star Wars related rides. There's no other Star Wars okay. related rides. Are they going to build the Star Wars Hotel? They are. So what's that going to be like? The Star Wars Hotel is the next thing, which is going to be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, all, all inclusive. Uh, all inclusive resort. So when you <clears> go to <throat> Galaxy's Edge, are you just paying to get into Galaxy's Edge, or are you paying a flat fee to get into the park? You are paying a hundred and twenty dollars American to get into Disney Hollywood Studios, which has Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in it. What else is in that? Uh, Disney's Pixar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in there. Um, the Aerosmith Rock and Ride I is in there. I wrote that as a kid. That's Holy in there. shit. Did tell me um, you did that. They saw, uh, the, we Tower tried to. the Tower of Terror. The Tower of Terror is oh there. Oh, my God. And this is, so you don't have to pay an additional thing. To no. Get You're giving me flashbacks. <laughs> Once you get into a park anywhere on Disney or Universal, you're in. So... That Aerosmith ride is wild. Uh, it, it looked wild. It was like and <laughs> honestly, 120 bucks ticket for I take it the day. Yep. That for yep. the whole day. Yep. That doesn't sound too. That's not bad. too bad. You can yeah. make the full day of it. You go early, yeah. leave late. You stay for the fireworks at Jit, and you're good. If you really try your hardest, you're right. If you're there at the crack of dawn, you could make a whole day in. out of it. Make it worth it, right? Well, if you're there at the crack of dawn, you at least get on the Millennium Falcon for sure. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's a. R- I'd almost we, do that right at the start. How, that's how that we did the, the Aerosmith ride. We got there super early, and me and my cousin just sprinted right to it, and we were the first people on the ride. <laughs> so you get. I know when I went, we stayed for like. We were there for a week or whatever, but we were going to go to the parks for three or four days. But we bought like a f- seven day park hopper pass, and the like one day is 120 bucks. Two days is like two hundred and twenty dollars. So you're saying three days is 
you know, $280. Each time and then you get to the little. end and it's like day five and six are like 10 bucks a piece. So you might as well just do the week. <laughs> so, yeah. Because <laughs> they know once they get you into the park, they're going to make some money off you anyway. So right. they might as well bring you back those extra days. So it gets buying food progressively drinks. cheaper and cheaper the longer you stay. Um, and it's great. What I found with the Park Upper Pass was awesome. If you were to go back is that you could like go check out some things and be like, oh, well, let's just go chill. And then we can go back to a different park just to see the yeah, fireworks. You know, exactly. You know, you can bounce back and forth, which is pretty cool. And if you, you could stay on property, like if like we stayed in one of the hotels on property, and you just take buses. You don't have to drive. And it's pretty cool. I like at Disney that they let you know the animals that are just flying around and birds and stuff. They aren't part of the park. Yeah. <laughs> don't pet the peacocks. <laughs> they aren't here for you. I love Disney. Me too. I'm getting, I bet super stoked hearing about your experience and (coughs) just makes me really want to go again. Oh man. (laughs) I I can't, if you're a star Wars nut, you have to go. And, and I, I'll end it on the lightsaber experience, which is where I, when I say I cried, that's where I started to cry because it, they, they bring you in to a holding pen and they let you pick whatever lightsaber you want to make. That's what everything is. Everything is a holding (laughs) pen. It's just cattle being moved around the park. And uh, so I got into this little area and the lady's like, do you know what you want to make? And I'm like, yes, I do. I want power and justice. So they give you a little pen. You go in, you put your pen down. And it's so funny because like Savi, the guy who's the owns the workshop, he's a scrapper just like Ray. So there's lots of focus on Ray being a scrapper, building things, selling parts. That's how lightsabers have been made over the last 30 years, because since the Jedi have disappeared, they have to make them from the spare parts they find over the galaxy. Um, So. He goes in this huge long speech. There's music in the background. It's very immersive. It's dark in there. And he's like, Are you, is everyone ready to make their lightsaber? And then everyone's like, Yes. And he's like, All right, commence. And then out of nowhere come like 30 staff. <laughs> and then they drop the tray in front of you and it goes out of story into like, Make your lightsaber as quick as possible because we have another group coming in 15 right. minutes later. So they, they break it down. They give you the hilt and then you put all these. 3D printed pieces onto it. And then he breaks back into character. He was like, all right, take your hilts and plug it into where the blade is made. And then you plug it into the, where the blade is made. And then he was like, everyone raise your lightsaber. So you raise it up and then when the, he goes activate and then the whole room goes black and then everybody with their lightsaber <laughs> right comes on. And there's definitely the one kid whose lightsaber didn't work. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, yeah that'd be me, Chris. Actually. It didn't work? 100%. Uh. <laughs> so, so like... And then another frown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they gave I him two I no lightsaber. <laughs> so, so... Oh, I don't want to wait. This is my... <laughs> This is Monday. So Monday I play I play with it. Like I play the shit out of it. Uh Tuesday we go to Universal. Don't touch it until I get home at the end of the night. Tuesday night I go to touch it, turn it on. Doesn't turn on. Oh wonderful. And I'm like, what the fuck? Take it out. Take it all apart because that the, the like we're like it's right behind you, Jimmy. You, you can know take, how to build it. Yeah, I know how to build it. I know. <laughs> you where, built it. Yeah. So um, So what did you fuck up? Apparently there is a flaw after I went to Reddit that night. There's a flaw that the batteries get drained constantly while it's on, whether it's turned on or off. Oh, okay. battery juice is being pulled from it. Phantom power. Phantom power. <laughs> the phantom battery. It's the fucking phantom menace. And yeah, that phantom menace power. Phantom menace power. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got to take them out when you're not using was the phantom, Exactly. Was the phantom menace Darth Maul in the end? Is that what we... Yeah, I think the phantom so. menace is supposed to was be. Was it Quagon? Quagon? Quagon Jin? Yeah. No, the phantom no. menace is battery drain. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about the original movie? Like Darth Maul was in the end? Yeah, like the title yes. is The Phantom Menace. Is he supposed to be the Phantom Menace? 
I guess so. I think or the Phantom it... Menace was Anakin all along. Well, yeah. that's kind of what the one poster always alluded to, right? With the shadow of Darth Vader <laughs> behind him. Oh, that, yeah, that, it, that does make sense. But, like, it really seemed like Is that why they gave him the bowl thing. cut? So the shadow would match his head? No. And his helmet? No? No. Okay. Because he doesn't have, like, a robe on or anything. Right. <laughs> the shadow doesn't make any sense if someone's standing there like, what the fuck's going on with your shadow? <laughs> why is your head shaped like Darth Vader's helmet? It's a weird shadow. Why do, you, why do you look like a clone trooper? <laughs> What's a clone trooper? Well, you see, Annie, you're going to make them. <laughs> Annie. So, uh... So anyways, yeah, so I call them, and I get on the Crying. phone with, with Disney. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I, I got... Fr- fr- can you hear my frown? Can, I'm frowning right now. Disney's Galaxy <laughs> Ma'am, we I need you to calm down. broke. <laughs> we can't understand you, ma'am. <laughs> so she's can like, Can you well, please put your mom on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Shauna, I need to talk to you. So the lady's like, well, what's the matter? And I'm like, well, it's not, it's not turning on. Like, it's major function to light up and make my fucking day is not happening. So she's like, well, just go back to the park. Say you're here because you've got an issue and they'll let you pass the gate. So uh, we drive back to Disneyland, which is like a half an hour. Then it's like another half an hour to get into the park and navigate yeah. your shit. So I get in, I get to guest Did services. Did you have to pay for parking to do all this again? No, no. Thank God, right? That's what Sean was like. Listen, we are here to fix a problem. We are not here to enjoy the park. The lady's like, just <laughs> go in this lane and go. And it's like the Uber lane, like where people call Ubers. And yeah. There will be no fun had today. Yeah. Not until this lightsaber <laughs> is fixed. Is this a popular, like, is there other people you can see are also there for just problem solving? Yeah. Well, guest services takes care of everything from you've misplaced your ticket to your bitchy 37-year-old man whose lightsaber is not working. <laughs> right. So you just go to them and then they take you from there. Uh, just okay. a room full of guys gonna, who look like Can we get like the Michael? floppy <laughs> Mickey ears on the left, please? Broken <laughs> lightsabers on the right. Yeah. All these mics just go over there well it was interesting because <laughs> <laughs> so sean is sean is waiting in the car and she's like you know how long do you think this is going to take and i'm like i don't know like 15 20 minutes hopefully because the lady said one of two things will happen they'll fix it or you'll go get a new one we're and you'll get put it down <laughs> <laughs> so where do lightsabers go to die anyways um so they uh I get to the guest service desk and the guy's like, can I help you? And I'm like, my lightsaber doesn't work. He was like one second. And there was like a hundred people with problems. So like I'm a fairly loud individual. So all of a sudden I, I look behind me and all these people are looking at me because they're like, this guy's lightsaber's not working. And I can imagine I'm only like not helping Disney's cause <laughs> after like if they've all got reservations, right? There's a guy standing next to me. He's like, my son wants to make one of these. And he's looking over at me like, right. what's my problem? So the guy comes back out, not even five minutes later. And he was like, you drained the batteries. Oh. I'm like, no, I didn't. I haven't even been using it. I haven't even been using it. Like, how did I drain batteries in a day? I didn't feel like arguing with them. We had a place. What to kind be. of batteries are they? Special three, kind? Double three, D's. They're, they're, they're yeah, they triple A, double A's. They're triple A's, and there's three of them. Oh, that's not even that's that nothing. many. No, yeah. that's not. Looking at it, I think it takes about four D's. Yeah, that's right. Easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put them all in the. It's 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 it doesn't require much power. So I just took it and left, got home two days. Two days later, we get home, same problem. Check it. So it's just a continuous thing. So the battery case is out of it right now. That's smart. And is it hard to put it back in every no, time? No, it's not. Like, I just unscrew the, the pommel at the end and slide it in and turn it on. So we should... Weird. I wonder what, what is constantly using the power from it to drain it. Well, the, the blade has a positive and negative um, connection on it when you slide it into the hilt. So what I think the problem is is that when the batteries are in and they're connected to the base, even though the switch is off, the hilt 
and blade are pulling power together because it goes room, even if it's sitting there and the batteries are in. Like it talks to you. Mm. You can just walk by it and it's some weird sensor. So it's it's art. It's it's hanging on the wall. It's, it's part of you now. It's part of me now. Like I experienced it. It also There's... has Alexa built in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's Alexa Obi- and my lights uh, Obi-Wan's <laughs> voice. <laughs> Alexa, play the Ghostbusters yeah. Use theme. the force, Michael. Obi-Wan, what's the weather like today? <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> You're welcome. Your lightsaber just talked to us. Right. <laughs> oh, now. No. <laughs> we better stop before we get taken down. <laughs> Alexa, cancel. That actually was the music from Ghostbusters, believe it or not, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. That was the piano. That's really weird. That she's been listening to us the entire time and knew to throw on Ghostbusters music. Well, well, I, no, I said it out loud. Oh, okay. I, I, I was, <laughs> what she did you just say? heard me. I said, Alexa, <laughs> play the Ghostbusters music. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay, she's canceled. Right. Perfect. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, nope. No, she's back. <laughs> Alexa, cancel. All right. Let's carry on. That's creepy, though. <laughs> so this, I'm going to tell a quick side story. Yeah, because certainly. we need to yeah. move on on all of our other stuff. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we are probably going to But I was, I was downloading a, a, a song one time on my old, old Blackberry. This is really creepy. And I'm in there and I'm like, oh, I really want this song. It's by Skrillex. Why? So How it, old we, is this right? story? It, it's a, <laughs> Blackberry and Skrillex. It sounds like 2009. So, but I'm Season to, two of The Office. I'm trying to download it from some random free MP3 website, right? So it's like not working. I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't fucking work. So I put my phone down and like 15 minutes later, I guess it was like really slowly downloading, but I put my phone down and it didn't show up that it was still downloading. So it finished downloading and then started playing. <laughs> and it's, it's, if you, I should actually have queued it up, but the song starts off with a robot voice that says, I am Skrillex. So I'm sitting there. My phone starts fucking talking to me. Like I am Skrillex. I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck is going on? It was interesting, anyways. Had to be there. My name is Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've got the Star Wars Galaxy portion of the show out of the way, um, the year in review. The year in review kicks in right now. <laughs> an hour into the show. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy, we're going to start with you. What was your favorite movie of 2019? Easily, Doctor Sleep. Really? Yeah. Not even. I don't think it's. Yeah, even close. And like that was, can't say I went to see too many in theaters, but I would say. Like out of yeah. everything that released, that was streaming, oh, yeah. everything then that you Dr. watched. Then Dr. Sleep by a Mile. I enjoyed it just so much. Easily like a 9 out of 10. Everyone <sighs> should go see it. If you we like The Shining, see. you should go see it. Okay. It's just, it's amazing. Even if you don't like The Shining, go see it. It's a great movie. I know you talked about it before and didn't really want to ruin anything, and it's been a couple of weeks since we have. So like what are the bullet points that people really can look forward to about? Uh, I think it does a perfect job of blending um, like the nostalgia and what people want in the old movie while also being its own story. Like I never read the Dr. Sleep book, but apparently it's very good and it's very good at being its own story and the movie did a great job of doing that as well. Oh, we're okay. super excited to see Chrissy's just like, we have to see it. Oh, you should. I, I would, yeah, highly yeah. recommend it. She you really and, wants to go to the theater. And you and McGregor too. does a very good job playing an older Danny. Perfect. Like he's a wonderful actor. He's just, he's great. He's, I, he's the most beautiful man in Hollywood, first of all. But like, he's my man crush Monday for sure. Agreed. Um, is there any mention of mom at all in it? Like, yeah. Th- is there backstory into how mom comes? Um, like, it starts uh, just like a couple of months after the events at the Overlook. Oh, yeah. So, it, like, it's obviously new actors and stuff because yeah. it can't be the same children. 
But uh, yeah, the new actors look very similar. They act very similar. Um, they obviously didn't have Scatman Carruthers, but the actor that they got to play Scatman Carruthers' character is perfect. Like he, it, it's you almost think it's the same guy when you see him. Mm. Like I don't know if he's digitally made Enhanced. to look like Scatman, but he it just looks amazing, and he did a great job. You now, what I want to know is that do they explore the the shining itself enough? Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. They uh, it's they take a deeper dive into what's actually happening. There. That's cool. Yeah, I was hoping for that. Because I, I thought it was missing from the first But shiny. see, that's not until like the second half of the movie. Oh, the okay. first half is establishing itself as its own story. Cool. Definitely Cuckoo. worth a watch. All right. Worst movie of 2019. I don't think I have one, man. I don't I don't know. They're all pretty equally terrible. Anything that you saw <laughs> that you didn't really like? Joker. This, this one was a really? tough Yeah, I'd say yeah Joker I guess Joker. You. I didn't just... See, I didn't, what? That's fine. No, that's, that's totally I fine. I didn't like it. It was just boring and people have worse lives than you man like and what what are you you're gonna cause a mass riot because your mom is sick like people have shittier lives than you i get can agree with yourself. you that that's under, kind he, of where there was a week he's got his hole. laughing thing and but fuck man like fuck you people have bigger issues you don't i don't know in terms of uh his performance as the joker i don't know if it's going to be nominated for an oscar or whatever yeah i think he he um, is nominated for in terms of jack nicholson heath ledger oh jack Cesar can't Romero, be beat for me where where does uh joaquin land amongst the under rest? jack but above heath what about mark hamill Oh, Mark Hamill's animated Joker is the top for me, he's, I guess. Yeah, he's, yeah he's I'd say the that's the top of the top. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's okay. Uh, you're to upset not... with me. I can see it uh, in no, your No, I, you know what? Just because a movie made a billion dollars does not mean you should like I just movie. didn't like it. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a weak and you know reason what? to I didn't want to see something. it, and I was made to go see it, and I didn't like it, and it's, I don't know. I was you, know a... you know what made me like it more is that I did kind of a deep dive into some fan theories and stuff around it. And uh, a lot of the things that appear as one way on the surface when you watch the movie may be like you don't know how much is real and how much is sort of dream and just imagination in his, in his head. And the more that I started thinking about the parts that could just be happening in his head and how things change and are seen through his filter of life, I'm like, oh, this could be really like if it is that deep. It makes it much better in my head. So I'd like to think that it is that deep. Uh, but I don't think Todd Phillips is that deep. Like, this is the man that did old school. Hangover. Right? He's not a deep man. And I don't know. He he resorts to a lot of just low-hanging fruit jokes. Like, there's a... There's a... Like, there's... There's a little person in the movie, and it's... The whole movie is just basically midget jokes about it the whole time. And I don't know. It's very Todd Phillips-y. I thought the part that... That kind of... Not to spoil anything, but some of the theories, but I will anyway... Um, but was that they, they established that there's like uh, a big strike, like the garbage isn't getting collected right in Gotham. So the garbage is piling up onto the streets and that's why everything's getting dirty because it's not being collected and people are starting to, to riot and picket and protest against the, and that's why Wayne's running for mayor to clean the city up. Right. So there's a, there's a theory there that none of the, the clown masks that he's seeing are actually there there's just people rioting because of the the social unrest, but he sees it as people supporting him, and that's all right. filtered through his psychopath brain. Yeah. And that kind of got me. I'm like, oh, so none of this is really happening. Like, he didn't get pulled out and saved from the car. Like, it's just he gets thrown from the car, but in his mind, in he gets saved, right? Huh. 
So I thought, oh, if that's what they're going for, like that's that's, that's kind of deep. deep. I'll say Todd Phillips isn't that deep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I really wish that's what it is. I don't think that's what it is, man. I think it's just Todd Phillips trying to be edgy. All right. All right. We'll cool. see. Mark, <laughs> we'll maybe see. we won't. Maybe we'll <laughs> they said they'd do Joker too, so <sighs> they pretty much have to now. Yeah. yeah. Like pretty much Warner Brothers won't make a billion, up. you can't just let her go. No. Yeah. Favorite movie of twenty nineteen, Mark? Endgame. Okay. No ands, ifs, buts about it. I loved it. I literally cried three times in Endgame. At what points do you remember? Uh, oh, God. When, uh, well, obviously Black Widow. Yeah, when Black Widow sacrificed herself. Um, you know, I got like... Uh, when a Paul little... Rudd's taco gets blown away by the, <laughs> by the ship. Did you cry? During I that? got no, no. I got a little uh, like not like happy tears in my eyes where it's like where Pepper Potts shows up like in her... Uh, outfit at the end, yes. right? Like she's wearing her uh, suit. Um, just little things like that that were very like, you know, happy that it happened and tears of joy. Tears of joy more so than anything. And then probably at the funeral scene at the end. And then the funeral also scene. Tears of joy. And, yes. and yeah, we're like the old man, like on the bench scene kind of thing, right? Yeah. They, I, I saw an article this week that they clocked him at 120 at that point. 120 years old. Oh, wow. This is what he would have been. Having gone back and then lived and then been able to go through it all, combining his age of how old he was when he was frozen and then tacking on those years. That's that's where the total. Yeah. I mean, the whole scene where he goes, they go back in time and then he, he sees that section and like, you know, and then knowing that he went back there and lived his life and the whole time, like that was always the big sad part about him. Cap, right? That, yeah. that he his true love, and that's the p- bad part about any movie where you have immortality or you live exceedingly long. Is if you fall in love with a human, then you're you're screwed, basically, right? So that was I don't know. I, I Endgame was fantastic. It wrapped up so many uh, like plot lines and little things, and they managed to do just little cutscenes that like oh that that deals with that little issue, and I I just. I don't know. I loved it. I expected so much from it. And then I was actually like, it, it exceeded my expectations. It really did. And I, I think they, whoever, I, I mean, the Russo brothers and the staff at Disney, like everybody knew that they had a big responsibility. Yeah. So I, I agree with you on a lot of loose ends and a lot of, a lot of like, just when, when Falcon said on your left to cap yeah. when they came <laughs> back, and that little nod back to when Cap and Falcon first meet and they're in running. Winter Soldier. In yeah. Winter when they're Soldier, running the track. When they're running yeah. and he's like, on your left, on your left, right? Like that to a to a Marvel nerd is a lot. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. Oh, and then like the the uh the the amped up superwoman battle scene. Yes. Right? Like it was it kinda happened in the the Infinity War, but then it's like the the mega version of it, like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they came out guns a blazing. Uh, worst movie of 2019. Uh, you know by? what? John Wick three. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. I love takes today. Yeah. I loved John Wick one and two. And no, I loved John Wick two was okay. And I was really hoping that with three they would get more into the world, like the underground and the whole hotel and how the 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 network of assassins sort of have their, their codes and the, and they do get into it a little bit, but I think it was that way too much action, like there's just way too much killing. I mean, tell me the story. The part that's interesting is like, okay, so you have this like 
you know, you, uh, you do me a favor and I give you this token and you can redeem it anytime. And I have to, you, and you know, that's exciting. This whole underground kind of thing. That's what was fun about the first movie. Yeah. And they just give you little snippets of it. So you're hoping for like more. Yeah, exactly. And right. how like the, the high table and, and, and how it all works and everybody's just so, and they're the man above the high table. And I'm like, Oh, I want to fucking learn all. And they don't even. So the only <laughs> way it redeems itself is if four is fucking amazing. Okay. Are they getting right? a four? Yep. Yeah. They are? Okay. So if four is, and we're going to talk about that, right? The release date for four. That's kind of why I, I picked John Wick three also because I didn't like it. But if, <laughs> if four gives us that thing that was missing in three, I can let three, you know, B. be. Yes. <laughs> we, we can talk about it right now. Uh, May 21st, 2022 right. is the release of John Wick four and Matrix 2021. 2021? Soon. 2021. Oh, 2021. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I heard 2020. The, which the the talk is is that should that be National Keanu Reeves Day because Matrix Four and John Wick Four are coming out on the same. The, Why is he making the, people choose? Well, the thing is, well, it's both by Warner Brothers. Uh, the thing is, they haven't even started filming John Wick Four yet. It'll probably get, get pushed. pushed. One of the movies uh, will get pushed. They're not going to release John Wick Four and Matrix. That'd be 4 weird. That'd be. I feel it's like that was just people a pick too much on a like, day. Do yeah, that. I would. That's like, my you're shooting yourself in the foot. That's your birthday. It, yeah. You know what? If wow. they did it that weekend, or like Friday night, we'd go see both. You know, <laughs> Friday or Monday, like Keanu Reeves' weekend would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, weekend or Push. like do a cross promo where you can go see both Keanu Reeves Re- movies for a reduced price, ticket right. price. Right. That's a good idea. I say release uh, Matrix Four in May. Because uh, I think Reloaded in came Matrix? out in May. In Matrix. Yeah. And then have John Wick come out in the fall or something. Give it like a little space. Between sure. Yeah. yeah. But financially, it's a bad idea to make your audience pick Yeah. Those are opening two weekend. rated R Go against movies. yourself. Yeah. yeah. They're also releasing Bill and Ted 3 that day. Yeah. You can bet on every, <laughs> yeah. you can bet on, bet on every horse in the race, but only one's going to win. John and Wick 47 3, Ronin to go two. back to my... <laughs> 48 Ronin. There was literally 10, 10 minutes of dogs chewing on nuts in John Wick 3. Halle Berry's dogs. There's yeah. an audience for that. Yeah. Like there's way <laughs> too. It's, it's interesting when you see it once or twice, but you, I got the sense with that dog scene is that we train the fuck out of these dogs to do this shit. They're we're gonna just going to, we're going to put on a super dog show. They're going to fucking run up walls. They're going to bite everybody in the nuts. Well, somebody's like, we only got one day with these dogs on yeah. set due to the PETA rules and the union. So let's make these dogs chew on everything and, yeah. you know, get as much footage. And we know possible. that everybody in John Wick loves dogs, right? So yeah. that's the fucking whole nice. theme that's going through it. Can I have a, a, a debate and suggestion? Yeah. I forget about it. How about one time we take what's been objectively a bad movie by audiences, by critics, yep. and you debate the what you think is the what makes it good? I have that oh, written down. Yeah. Fun. No, you have that. Yeah, I have okay. that. That's a great idea. Like it's 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 up there for 2020 for sure. Perfect. It's the critics' review in the opposite direction. It's well, sometimes you'll get a high audience review and a low. Well, not even review, right? not even that the audience liked it. Like it should be just a movie that was panned by critics and audiences. Okay. And you like gotta... John Carpenter. Argue John Carpenter. <laughs> John Carter? John Carter? Yeah. John, yeah, John Carpenter's the director. Yes. Sorry. I'm like, yeah, I'll argue John Carpenter Halloween. with you. Yeah, Halloween, the thing. <laughs> I You're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've lost already. <laughs> that's why I put everything down on paper because I can never remember the proper fucking name. Um, and yeah, the biggest no, thing is why my, my movies, why it's disappointed, is when you look forward to something. And that's why my favorite and my least favorite. I looked forward to Endgame and I was it, it exceeded my expectations. I look forward to John Wick, and it severely fell short. Gotta mm-hmm. stop looking forward to things, Mark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I re- should just get surprised, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just anyways. So that's where I'm at. What do you think, Chris? Where Where are you at with movies this year? Um, favorite movie? I was gonna go with Jojo Rabbit. Oh, oh um, okay. Still kind of thinking about that and recommending it to people. Saw it last month, I guess, or maybe the end of October. I don't remember when it came out. 
Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's funny. It's got a great story, great acting, all everything that I was kind of looking for. Um, and I'm becoming more and more of a fan. I always fuck up his name. Tico Watiti. Yeah, so the director. I I pretty much I think I like all of his movies that he has done. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, the the wilder people. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> and now JoJo. So now I don't know about him acting in Free Guy. Uh, he had kind of a looked like a joke that sort of bombed in my eyes in that trailer. <laughs> um, but uh, that being said, uh, I think he actually did an episode of The Mandalorian as well. Oh. Um, Directed one? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Or I don't know if we've seen it yet. I'm not sure. Because they've gotten some pretty heavy-duty uh, Bill Burr people. is in <laughs> I was just going to say the Bill Burr cameo is pretty great. Yeah. Well, and Brian Posehn shows up as well mm-hmm. in the yeah. first episode. Um, as for worst movie, uh, this was... I was thinking about because I've gotten to a point, like, I don't just go to the movie theater every week like I used to. Just whatever the movie of the week was, you go see it. Could be garbage. Could be yeah. Gothica again. Yep. Um, so... Uh, I was I was struggling because I was like, ah, I don't think I've seen too many like bad movies in theaters. Uh, but then I thought about it, and I think my least favorite movie of the year was the remake of The Lion King, uh, 2019. <laughs> so that was my Elton John hated it too for what it's worth. Did he? Yeah, he said the music was <laughs> awful. Well, it, <laughs> even, they rewrote I mean, everything for didn't it. Didn't it also make a billion dollars? It made a billion. <laughs> same, with, same with Aladdin. But you know how much the original writers got? <laughs> fucking nothing. Oh. And it's pretty much a word for word. Yep, and they got fucking nothing. That's that's a joke. That is a huge Because joke. they call it a on, remake, yeah. which allows them to contract them out of getting anything what for it. What bullshit. Mike. As soon as you change like two or three things, you can say, yep, no, we did this, you didn't, so you don't get anything for Garbage. it. Garbage. So I, I, I feel like, because this year... And, I think there's still some more. Well, we got Mulan, I think, is next year for the big yeah, Disney. Yeah, Mulan is the next one. Um, Disney's not going to stop with these franchises. <laughs> They're never going to no. stop. No, we really won't. Can't stop, won't stop. I, I feel like <laughs> I bet you in another like, 10, 15 years, they won't do live reimaginings of them. They'll both go back to like, the, the CGI. They'll do reanimated CGI like a Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> reanimated like it's coming back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I honestly, I would kind of look forward to those because that's a big thing that I missed from the original Lion King was the expressions in the animals they have. Yeah. The human expressions, and you can Simba's sad about killing his father, and Scar looks evil, and all that. The movie, the new movie, just well, animals. Is it time for the cats? Is that time already? Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah, cats. Yeah, no, we're at an hour thirty-three right now, so that makes sense. Hey, Buffalo. Jesus, you got a good clock in you. (laughs) Uh, I agree with you, Chris. Like those, those facial expressions are key. They they create, um, they, they give you an idea of where the animal's at, and when you're looking at a real animal talking. It's unsettling. It all has to be done <laughs> in tone and cadence. Right? Yeah. And animation is key to like uh, watching a warthog smile is fun, right? It makes it, it adds goofy, to the, yeah. it looks goofy. So when that animal doesn't smile, well, it's haunting. But yeah. they're, they it's, still have like weird. the personalities, but their their mannerisms and actions don't match. Like uh, Timon, you know, he's the wiry little meerkat running around hopping. For this, for this movie, he's basically just standing on his hind legs like a meerkat would. Cracking jokes. Yeah, but it, it looks so soulless when yeah. he's doing it. Half the fun of it is them dancing and exactly. comic relief. They get uh, they do the hula or the luau or whatever. Yeah. That that didn't happen, obviously, in the new one. No, yeah. it's just so Can weird. you imagine how bad the live action of like, Madagascar would be? <laughs> yeah. well, and, oh, my God. And I don't, uh, I don't know I how to see that. The music, like we kind of talked about, like Hakuna Matata was just Hakuna it, Hakuna. didn't have any fun to it. It wasn't like I was sitting there bouncing along with it. Uh, and then Can You Feel the Love Tonight, which 
took you place. You couldn't. Well, it took place. <laughs> it took place in the daytime, which was also really weird. Can you feel the love? <laughs> yeah, today? and it's it didn't really. Make Can you feel sense, the love so. mid morning? So yeah, that would I don't. That's called morning wood, Mike. I think, <laughs> I think the original Lion King's on Disney Plus, and I should just bunker down and watch that again. There you go. <laughs> I, ho- down. I hope they get it, like because 101 Dalmatians is coming out too. So that's isn't, just, it, but isn't this with Emma Stone as Cruella? Yes. Yeah, and the so guy who like, played Richard Jewell in the new upcoming movie. Oh, about, oh, the, about the bomber. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's uh, one of the henchmen. So is this? <laughs> Is this like the Glenn Close kind of movie that we're getting, or is this more of an adaptation of the I think it's cartoon? supposed to be goofy. So we're getting like a remake be... of a remake of a remake? Yeah, I'm so yeah. confused now. Disney can do A live-action remake of I a think, cartoon yeah. remake of a live-action. It's going to be live-action, but I think they're going to make it goofy and fun. Okay. Goofy's going to be in it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's who Emma Stone's playing. <laughs> sports Goofy. I want them to do Sports Goofy as like a feature-length movie. Sports. Do you remember Sports Goofy? Where he t- like he would show you it would be goofy teaching you how to do a whole bunch of different sports like are how you, to play football. I remember you, the football. Fucking one. amazing. Are you talking about like the old Disney <laughs> Channel? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, where like it it's would like be narrated. Sunday night at six o'clock. Yes. Narrated goofy. I think those yeah. are on Disney Plus. Oh, those are amazing. They're like like vignettes, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, those so were so amazing. great. Goofy and pigskin <laughs> mayhem, <laughs> or like Goofy <laughs> at the Olympics <laughs> doing like the pole vault. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, so good. Fuck, those were great. Or Goof Troop. Goof Troop well, that's the actual too. show. Yeah. We'll always be together. All right. Bow. Well, I will. I will. I will close this segment here. My favorite of 2019: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that would that'd be up there for me too. It was. It. It's. I think it's the fun. I. Th- I can see how much fun Tarantino had in it because he's a huge fan of that era musically, which had a lot. Like that soundtrack made that movie a lot better. I feel where, like. You can argue like the soundtrack for uh, Dawn of Justice, Batman versus Superman, tanked the movie. For oh, me. so there's a whole lot of things that tanked. There was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. was that was that the breaking point for you? Was the music? <laughs> it's where it started. Do you believe? Um, you will. Do you believe? I I enjoyed Leonardo DiCaprio playing a leading man that wasn't a leading man. Like he's down on his he's down and out on his career. He's trying to he's trying to get any movie that he can. It's very anti DiCaprio. So I appreciated that. And Brad Pitt's cocky, arrogant stunt man fighting Bruce Lee in it. That was that was very enjoyable. Um, all in all, I just I think it's one of his best directed movies, uh, cinematically, script wise. Um, all in all, I I was always with Kill Bill. Kill Bill's always been my favorite. Now it's been ousted. Um, Ooh, oh, that's wow. exciting. Yeah. Wow. Um, do you think he's got one more in him? He'll call it quits. How many feet do you think he has left? What do you, what what's the he's in his How many more licks till we get to the center? <sighs> this Tootsie Pop. How old is Quentin? I I think he's got one more in him and now he, well, he like, says he's going to do 10. Yeah. And apparently Kill Bill 3 has been talked about this week. Wow. Yeah, he wants to reignite that. I think he should stick to an original. I yeah, don't I think agree with you. I don't think making Kill Bill 3 is going to do it, it's done. Yeah, it's one good or two, as they were both yeah. great. It was originally supposed to be one movie. He had to cut it because the studio is like, "This is just too damn long." Quentin, this is five hours. <laughs> you have to cut it. Yeah, like let Martin Scorsese make the long ones. You stick <laughs> stick to your two and a half hour window. That's fine. Um, and that plays into like what Chris said before, like last episode of like movies getting too long. Like I feel like you can't make it. You can't make Kill Bill better than it already is. Um, worst movie of 2019, Hellboy. Ooh. I forgot that even came out this Trash. year. I did too. That was earlier, right? 
I very early um, came out right around Godzilla came out actually. <coughs> um, it missed a lot from the comic books. I, what what Hellboy did with the first two was it gave you a character to grow into. You know, like you yeah. saw some backstory. This one, the backstory is just talked about. It's very busy. It's badly edited. There's bad sequencing. You're missing a lot of pieces. Was it was it them just going like, oh, maybe you already kind of know the story of Hellboy, they, which I don't. Yeah, that's that was the yeah. Like it so already, he already to... exists. Everyone's comfortable with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's they, not like the original movie. Which, to Roma. be fair, I think I might. I don't even know much about Hellboy, but I think I'm just sort of sick of origin stories in movies. Exactly. And that's maybe going back to Ghostbusters. That's all I'm seeing is just an hour and a half, two hours of an origin of yeah. the new Ghostbusters, and I just don't care. It is. It is I'm a, the opposite. I love the shit out of origin. So story. do I. Just, just get to oh, it for the most part. I love a good give then me, and now. Yes. Give me an origin story. Give me an assemble the team story. Oh. Armageddon. God, well, can I just you know, assemble you know, a team? Just turns me on. Mark loves know, his I don't care what it's for. Just assemble a team. And a good movie for that <laughs> is uh, the Last Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, uh, Spider-Verse. Yeah, it's an origin story as well as the team coming together of all the Spider-Man. Well, not a lot of people exactly. know about Miles Morales, so I think no. that was the right time to do it. And I, I just or, said or I'm not a big fan Spider of Spider-Ham. Yeah, not Spider a big Ham. fan of origin <laughs> stories. Spider-Ham. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my hands aren't always wet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into uh, oh, what's now. What's now? What's we, now is our, our favorite. favorite our favorite debate. Okay. Spider pig. Spider pig. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, Jimmy, out of all the debates that you were on and also listened to, you can include those as well. What was your favorite this year? Uh, well, I, I picked one that I was on, and then I picked one that was my favorite that I wasn't on. Uh, one, the one that I was on is easily the uh, the prank one that we did. That was great. Where we got to where I got to prank Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, liar, liar. <laughs> that was not liar, liar. Big fat liar. That's yeah. So that was easily my favorite. I just, I I don't know. It was so fun to come on the show, and you guys made it very fun and easy. And uh, yeah, it was. I feel that was sort of the birth of Jimmy on uh, (laughs) the Real Debaters. Thanks, man. Came into your own. I like the tag team wrestling one, too, but that one was... uh... Actually, no, the tag team one was my first one. So I think the... Yeah. Yeah, it was the second, but uh, that's where I think you really blossomed. You really, you were kind of comfortable and yeah, it felt it felt really good. Yeah. And you guys made it very easy, and that was a yeah, that was a very fun episode for me. That was a good one. Uh, most fun that I wasn't on is probably the where you guys had to pick giant monsters to fight each other, and everyone was very confused <laughs> on the plot. Everyone's <laughs> 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 confused on the size, <laughs> on to scale. Yeah, uh, I listened to it at work, and I was just laughing like a maniac the whole time. That's <laughs> you guys made me look like a psycho. <laughs> That's that's where we really learned to communicate on on verbiage. <laughs> but it's beautiful. also really funny when it all comes down, boils down to it. Once we get to the podcast, and yeah. Recording. Oh God, and we're yeah. all like, "Wait, that's not what I wrote." Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for reference, uh, the ones I'm talking about are episode 15 and 16. You are, yeah. It's um, birthed uh, our one of our reoccurring j- jokes that seems to creep up in almost every episode. The to scale, because <laughs> that was we. Okay, so you use big fat liar. <laughs> Mark used Saw. Yeah. I used Vanilla Sky mm-hmm. and Martin used Goonies for that one. Yeah. Uh, who Mark ended up winning, right? Mark ended up winning. Yeah. Mark uh, took the title. Mark took that title because he wanted to go after me originally, if I recall. Yeah. I did go after you. Oh, you did? You, yeah, you know <laughs> you I did. I just went yeah. after you with Saw. I was going to single white female. You That's heard. what yes. it was. Yeah. You used Saw instead. <laughs> I think you just picking Michael gave you that win. <laughs> it's all in the... The target. Uh, Mark, what about you? What was, your, what was your favorite debate of the you year? You know what? I have to go way back. Just because it's 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 it birthed our first reoccurring um, plot line was was the uh, was the what weapon would you use <laughs> in a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I decided to buy the flail. Yes. The mic flailing in the corner is such a, it just brings happiness to me. <laughs> and I think it's the point in our podcasting that we really realized that, that our, our, our power comes from making fun of each other. A hundred percent. I agree with you. I agree so much that that episode showed um, a better dynamic of how to argue. Yes. Um, what to argue and, and the silliness of what came from it. Cause I really thought that I could fend off well, they thought that I would be able to fend off zombies going up an escalator in a queue one at a time. That was, and I clearly didn't think about like the backstroke of, of swinging a flail, like how, how it has to come back around again with yeah. the same force yes. it goes out. And I almost feel leading up to that one, we were trying to, like, everyone was actually trying to win. Like, we were, yeah. we went into all these details of the things we picked and, you know, what weapons the spaceship had and bubble. And then at that point, it's like, you know what? After that, I realized maybe I'll just pick something that's interesting that I'm not trying to win, but it gives a different perspective, you know, and, and that's kind of birthed some some different stuff from us. I think we've realized it's kind of like whose line is it anyway, where the, the points don't matter at the end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. It's just about the shit talking and funny and fun times we have in between that really count. So I yes. couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we agree that they don't matter. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have a list of of winning winners and losers Shit. here, but yeah. Um, and for the tanked episode, and and not if people like it, I don't. I, the Schwarzenegger one just didn't the, speak to you. Didn't speak to me. What do you? Because do you we'd already done the Stallone, and it felt like the Schwarzenegger was just another guy with limited range. Um, so if we were to do that debate again, should we maybe like Johnny Depp? Yeah, like I want somebody that plays like a, yes, a whole host I, yep, of characters, you're right? right Chris. Somebody with some range. Is it true? Stallone and Swords and Anger. Ray Romano. Like yes. the premise is great. Like the yeah. pick an actor for this job for that sure. makes no sense, but pick somebody who has a catalog of more than just one note acting, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, we we give do. me uh, anyone. Um, anyone that's got a range. I, right. Uh, Look at take uh, what's his name like. Gandalf, Magneto, what, why am I? Ian McClellan. Ian, Ian McClellan. McClellan. Come on. How many different fun characters could you come from that? Oh, there's so many out there, but I, I, I know Martin was Martin was hot to trot on it. And I was he like, loves right, the shit out of his short night. He fucking <laughs> does he ever. And we love um, Martin. And Yeah, and I mean, it, it ended up being, I ended up enjoying, I actually, I was the one, I think that was a three-way tie, if I'm not mistaken, but um, I enjoyed arguing that one the most because I was like, well, there's only one way to argue Conan. Right with the live sex show mentality, yes. which was very fun. Arguably, I think that's kind of, of where I started to slide into the dark and depth, the the, the depths of disparity and and we're worried weirdness in my debates. <laughs> I don't know the the, the Ghostbusters. Oh, the Ghostbusters me. The Ghostbusters restaurant. The Ghostbusters restaurant took us oh, a dark, down a deep one. dark hole. I did. A, that's another one I listened to at work and I very so, much enjoyed. So you're not going to get to you're not going to eat. At, at your restaurant, Mike. Favorite. You guys did so good. No soup for you. It wasn't like a thousand dollar plate or yes. something. Yeah. Oh, no one's gonna want it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I. Uh... That was a beautiful episode. <laughs> Very proud of you guys. Chris, what about you? Favorite episode of the year? Uh, I don't know if I really had any favorites. It's just more favorite moments uh, with you uh, and, <laughs> and your debates. Uh, obviously, I, if I had to pick any podcast, uh, the, the Stallone, the Stallone one that we did was very funny to me. Yes, uh, and that's uh, I think that was actually the s- second or third podcast I was on, and that was definitely the first uh, chance I saw from you 
with whatever you would concoct in your head, which which was that you were going to build seashell shit holders for Stallone with the kids or I don't know. I was going and I just to- I just remember being like, why would you? Who, yeah, that was one of their activities. They were going to shape. It was arts and crafts. Yeah, arts and crafts. <laughs> arts and crafts. So, so he, yeah, exactly. So he could shit in them. I was like, I'll just make a snowman or something. <laughs> I can't lose now. Um, but it's it's it definitely been a lot of moments like that. A lot of uh, Michael debates. One of the the debate never aired. Uh, but there was the pick a superhero power. Yeah, that was. Um, and I think you picked Doctor Manhattan from The Watchmen. I did. Um, then I couldn't pick a power. Well, you couldn't you pick a power because he has all the, he has all. All these powers, like okay, you can't have all of these <laughs> yeah, <I did>. powers. <laughs> you can't just be. And then eventually, the the funniest part to me, you're like, just think, like think of it like Loki. And I was like, why didn't you just pick Loki then? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I should have just picked Loki. Well, that's a god, though. That's not a superhero. No, but he was saying, think of Loki's power. I'm like, well, oh, why didn't you just, just choose Loki's yeah, power? Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we mentioned the uh, the monster fight one, yeah. Uh, yeah. where you chose the alien queen. Who would just run away and hide and, and give hide birth. for the fight the whole time? You didn't even like come to up scale. with You didn't even come up with any sort of battle plan. It was just run and hide because that's as we know of the Alien Queen. That's what she does all the time. She just runs and hides. And she's like gives birth. The yeah. only worst battle of that was Martin's. Uh, the the RV from <laughs> he's just gonna hide at Montreal yeah. strip club. I'm, I'm not even gonna race. I'm just gonna go park and let yeah, everybody else fight. Martin's it whole reference point was I don't have to. I just have to survive. I don't have to win. <laughs> well, it's a race. You kind of have to do death both. Race. It's a death race. You have to cross the finish line alive. Mm-hmm. Not park in Montreal right. strip clubs, Martin. That was that was um, fucking hilarious. And then uh, your latest endeavor into animal killing. Uh, <laughs> Our most recent uh, on the Christmas episode, <laughs> of all episodes <laughs> featuring you, Chad uh, Anderson. Go look, check that one out. I look forward to 2020 uh, for more, for more Michael, for more Michael. Mike's dark side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel that we all have, like, we all bring nope. some je ne sais quoi <laughs> to 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 each debate. Like, it always ends up coming out at the end. So, I feel that my my job, my responsibility, is to put on a pair of glasses that are x-rayed and find what I can what I can pull how how weird I can make it and and just for those of us that aren't bilingual je ne sais quoi is what French for the fuck uh, I, think, <laughs> I, think it actually, I think it actually means avant-garde <laughs> oh, very fuck. avant-garde oh fuck you Jimmy <laughs> Year in review. <laughs> and what about you, Mike? What's your what was your favorite? Your uh favorite? the weapon episode was my favorite. Oh, I, that was so good. There's a lot of firsts that happened there, but that was the first one where we were just uncontrollably laughing. Um Mark had the Ulan <laughs> the the uh, Vel Vin Diesel's blades from uh Riddick. Riddick's Riddick, Ulan yeah, Chronicles Riddick. Yeah. Um I had the flail. What did Martin have? Anybody remember what Martin had? Didn't he have the Kill Bill sword? The, oh, he had the, the Samurai Hanzo sword. Hanzo yeah, sword. the Hattori Hanzo sword. Yeah. Um, so, so was that, this handheld weapon? This yeah. was okay. hand hand combat weapon. And then uh, we had yeah. Ash's... Uh, Ash's boomstick. Not, oh, it was, it was the chainsaw was hand. Chainsaw yeah. hand. Steve had his chainsaw hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just for ideas for the show, how the show should go forward, that was, I think that was where we kind of hit our stride. Um, my least favorite was the prison one. Oh, we were doing yeah. least favorite podcast? Well, not least favorite, but like just moments. I was going to shit on anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Here's that how we sucked this. Sorry, that's is... where we discovered people need to know the movie we're talking about. Yeah, that's where we found out where like 
I hadn't I hadn't asked everybody if we all seen the same movie. Which, which one was this story? The this was like the third one. Okay, so two hots and a cot. Two hots and a cot. So before you guys became part of the show. Um, oh, this doesn't appeal to me. We were we were arguing best rep <laughs> like eighties we eighties still- centered movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> we it doesn't involve me. We were still trying to find our our legs, and so we were we were arguing best representation of a prison movie. And me and Aaron had only seen each other's movies. <laughs> like Martin and Mark had never seen them, so we were. It went into this long winded like explanation of what the movie was about. And by the time it was done, it just kind of fell off the rails. Guys, and now I, I want to listen to this. Episode. You guys went a little bit bizarre. Though. We did, yeah. I went like, well for my choice. I went with the nineteen thirty seven French language classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think one of my favorites. Uh, you mentioned what? awful. Uh, you mentioned we were talking about The Shining. And you're like, oh, it has like my favorite elevator out of any horror movie. Oh, yes. And I was like, what other what other movies have elevators in them? Besides like 1408 or oh, your favorite hotel. That's what I said was 1408. It was your favorite hotel. It was your favorite hotel. Yeah. What other horror movie hotels are there? Transylvania. That was that was good. I learned. Man, there were so many things that we learned about just podcasting in general and the whole spiel like it's been pod fest for those that didn't know yeah that That was a blast i i want to almost do more with that i i've been thinking about different ways that we can go do a live spot somewhere that incorporates the show with something that's going on i do want to talk to landmark theaters in the new year and say listen we've got a local podcast like we would love to come and do a spot like you do with a radio spot just we come and do our podcast there people get to sit down with us mark mentioned comic-con next year yeah getting a booth there and doing something there like i want that the comic-con thing if it's set up like artist booth and everything that should be pretty pretty easy to get into well you just have to pay the table fee and then we sit there all day exactly and can you imagine the great people we get to sit in with us yeah, like it would be amazing. This is now. This isn't the normal Comic Con. It's like the rebooted, the rebooted is, version. It's yeah. not C four, yeah, right? Not C4. Exactly. So I don't know what their guests are going to be like this year. But if this takes off, who knows? And their guests are going to be the real debaters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we're not on the uh, if we're not on the guest row, yeah. we'll uh, we'll do it. Allison Max back. You just want a headline with Allison Max? Well, yeah. I do not want that near my show. <laughs> Should we just talk about Smallville or the sex trafficking, yeah. Yeah. or both, <laughs> or both? <laughs> so you guys don't know there was actually quite a bit of sex trafficking on Small. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Pete very underlying for? story. <laughs> so uh, now we've got fan fave. So our most mm-hmm. downloaded. Now, exclu- hang on one second here. I'm just going to be a Jimmy one. Switch the computer over. Episode. Uh, but, uh, dun, so dun, 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 dun. The first episode. That's what everybody listens to. Um, so the first. Are you able to tell like, oh, okay, someone started the new one, but it looks like they maybe have gone on and skipped a few. I am trying to figure that out. There's a couple new programs I have that can tell where people have skipped, which is what I have to sit down with Mark and figure out for 2020, where I can tell where people have skipped. So we're skipping over episodes. Jimmy's debate. Right <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Like where where they're losing interest what, and one so thing, on and so forth. You just, I'm off the show. <laughs> you can see here people use the skip 15 second button quite a lot when Jimmy starts talking. <laughs> Anytime um, I say anything. One, one thing I've noticed is that we don't time our debates anymore. We used to really be like 10 minutes. And I think, I think we just kind of got used to kind of figuring out the 10 minutes sort of mark. We didn't have to... And sometimes five minutes is all you need. Well, you just yeah. bring your debate, and if it's good, it's good, right? That's right. Sometimes Mike starts talking about the Ghostbusters restaurant, and we're into dogs? minute 20. We haven't even got to the entree. No one's eating food. <laughs> so episode 18 is our most popular episode, oh. which was just when I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. 
um, which was uh, hang on the here. daycare. What the day? Uh, this really? was uh, the last daycare in town is run by a movie villain antagonist. That can't. If be you right. had to leave your kids with one for a day, who would it be and why? That's a that's a weird one to be the top one, don't yep. you think? That's that's well, I'm, I'm I never el- would have guessed. I'm eliminating the first episode because everyone always listens to the first episode, right. right? So I'm looking at considering the top episode, the second in line from that. And How then, what? What were the te- like? What made that one popular? Do you think just downloads? I don't. I don't really know what we did in what that episode. It? That like what tags you might have had. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have any. Like, what are you talking about? Tags online? Is that yeah, like, like search tags this. and stuff? That's the big thing, right? Yeah. Um. Do you, no. Do you I, add search tags? No, I don't actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I know I should be, but I I haven't quite figured that aspect out I, yet. Yeah. I don't know what programs you're using, so I have no idea. Yeah. That's that's stuff that's coming. I just kind of run that through the analytics engine. Yeah. Exactly. And then second to that was episode twenty-five. Life moves pretty fast if you don't look around. And uh, which one's that? That was. He's looking through here. the description right now because none of us know. Yeah. No, I didn't write these down <laughs> beforehand. Uh, motivational speech. That oh, was the wow. one that Chrissy See, was. That's on. a good yeah. one. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I'm a I'm a strong believer that Chrissy plugged the shit out of that one with a lot of her friends because I I saw a spike on that like I like I hadn't seen on any other episodes which thank you very much Chrissy for doing that that was that was a super super fun episode and then third is uh, here's Johnny episode twenty which was um, was that the real estate the horror horror that was estate? the real estate one yeah oh so. with Bueno that's why yeah. That also, <laughs> but yeah, because we had help well, no, plugging he, that one. He might have, yeah, he might have pumped it up on his podcast. Yeah. Right, that. he has a fan base; they would have yeah. seen it. So, so, what are we learning from that? Branch out, branch out. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much, it yeah. Looks that way. I don't a, know. The first one's just uh, like the number one is just us, right? Like true, there wasn't yeah. a guest on that one. Yep. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. Right? Like we we people like us. We stand <laughs> on our own. <laughs> Two out of three are just us. Yeah. yeah. So um so th- <laughs> the description says like with guest appearance by William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to finish off our year in review here, I do have the list of the of the winners and losers. If you guys you know, yeah, yeah. want to hear Give this. Her. Oh dear God. Okay, so we'll start small and, and work our way up here. Um Aaron who you guys haven't met, Chris and Jimmy, he was he was on beforehand. Aaron, Jimmy, Steve, and Chrissy all have one win each. I have over. a win? You have a win. Yeah. Which one? Um, I didn't mark that down because I got fucked with work calling me today. So I was going through it trying to figure out which one each person won. But I just ended up doing a running tally. Yeah, I didn't know you won one. Fuck yeah. Uh, I told you, Chris. You don't even know. <laughs> Next to Woo! that is me with three. Oh. Um, following <laughs> up from that, we've got the top three, Mark, Martin, and Chris. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. But in what order? Uh, well, <laughs> third place goes to dun, 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 Chris Stanton with four. Second oh. place goes to Martin with five. You guys can't see it, but Chris just fucking stomped out of the room. <laughs> and first place goes to Mark with eight. Hey. Holy <laughs> Mark! It's now, what, nice having you, man. what is our win rate percentage? Because I've been on like five, I think. So I think oh, oh, win wow. rate percentage. Oh, okay. All right. Then so, I'm like oh. one for ten. <laughs> <laughs> Batting 91. I'm going to get cut. So Great. <laughs> which makes perfect Mark was like Mark was the first win out of everything that we did which is why he's got the most because he came on I don't think we could get somebody on the show for the first one which is he won the Batman one yeah. that was the first one we did and ever since then he kind of had some momentum behind him so uh, 2020 Mark uh, 
don't expect the same thing I'm going to argue that my momentum actually hurt me because people stopped wanting to vote for me just because I kept voting. <laughs> well, and there also was a couple where, like... like the <laughs> New England Patriots. <laughs> They're like the Yankees. Yeah. Okay, Derek Jeter. Um, <laughs> we win too much. It's, it, people don't like us. And at, at first, too, we were positioning, like we would position the vote around the room. So halfway through this year, we changed it to where we all vote at the same the time, where prior to that, it would be like, okay, you vote first, you vote first, you vote first. And then you could, like, based on poll position, you right. could fuck yourself or, like I did for one episode, make myself no, win. No, you didn't, Yes, I, I, that was that was the that was the fucking race car one. Second that was the cannonball run. Because <laughs> Mark's oh, like, well, who, who are you going to pick? If I vote for Martin, I win? Oh, I'll vote for Martin. <laughs> Just an asshole. <laughs> Which is why it was changed to everybody show your vote at the at the same time. And that's been working out great, I think. Let's yeah, no, I think, it's, I think it's great. I think yeah. you have two wins. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one doesn't count. You get two. All right, fine. Fair enough. Um, we, we're only... all winners here, let's be honest. Apparently, I, I even am. So that's good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's all I got for what we were going to kind of I really don't here. think I won one, man. No, I know you did. I hundred percent. You did. I know you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, and I'll you were really it. happy about it. I'll send you the recording. If you All want. right, I'd love it. Or just listen to it on Apple Podcast and give us a review. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I remember your shocked look on your face. You were sitting right here. You're oh, like, in Chris's seat. That's why I won. <laughs> so I wasn't. I wasn't here for that one. Well, that's, it, that's obviously why you won. If you find out which one, let me know, because I am baffled. I will. I really wanted to make a list of what each one was, and I was doing that this morning, and then, like I said, work called, and right. it totally threw me off. So I'm like, I'm just going to make a running tally so we know who the... So what I want to do is I want to make a plaque or a, some sort of thing. A plaque. Well, maybe we'll get like a little Oscar wannabe. A trophy, yeah. <laughs> like a trophy, and we'll engrave it, and we'll keep it here. Debater we'll of the year. Debater of the year, exactly. You know, her, you know who Oscar looks a lot like? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what did you guys think of the picture? <laughs> Remember the picture I put on this week of us? Because you guys left oh, and I didn't do the photo. So I was like, we went and oh, grabbed. That was awesome. <laughs> Sean was like, well, we could still do it. I'm like, how, how are we going to do it? And she came up with the three stuffed animals. She's Let's like, be honest. That one animal looks just as much like me as I do. Oh, that's why. That's why I tagged them in the order. I think we should make the trophy look like Mark. Okay. <laughs> in like his who, honor. For yeah, whoever wins gets an Oscar yeah. made in their likeness. <laughs> how much of that? Where would you even go to do that? Probably some. A small 3D printed version of themselves. Yeah, that's in a gold. good idea. That's an easy way to do it. <laughs> well, I know, I know, the Millennium Library has a 3D printer. There we go. There we go. So that's we'll debater we'll, of the year. debater of the. <laughs> oh goodness. So. Oh, I uh, like this. So yeah, so that that's that's really it. Um, I've had a blast <laughs> with you guys doing this all year long. Oh, I'm happy I got to do it. Man. Yeah, like so. Happy on to record, be a cast member. Thank you very much for tackling this journey with me that that started with uh, I didn't get into school let's start a podcast and here we are with a year of episodes and a decent following people and like it people like it my so. mom emailed us <laughs> why can't the rest of you <laughs> when I saw that email because like I go into the I go into that the email account smile, though. it totally made <laughs> me smile because everything in there is like all of the information from all of the apps we're signed up on and like all of the, yeah. the trending data and then it was like blah 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 your show is great. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> I go in there and look, and I'm like, it's Jimmy's mom. That's the best. She's like, I will wear the T-shirt. I'm like, you better wear the T-shirt. Yes. So. Com coming next year, we're oh. going to have some merch, some yes. T-shirts. Yeah. Merch will be available. We're going to do some online draws. We're I've been sliding grow. business cards into pockets without people knowing. <laughs> As yes. 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 <laughs> As more and more people uh, figure out how to do the podcasts, 
they will uh, find us. I, my parents are like, "How do you how do you do podcast?" And once you show them, it's so simple. <laughs> yeah, but I, they I really just don't send get the it. link. They That's think it, they think it's like this. You need this special app, and like you have to sign up for things. Yeah, yeah. no, it's everywhere. It's just people I had people talking. my own age asking me what a podcast was like two years ago. Oh. <laughs> so don't it's not an age thing it's just a people thing yeah. now now podcasting we were talking about it that dr death i think the numbers that and i was trying to find them but it was like 50 or 60 million downloads that's incredible of it and they say like the biggest uh like tv series are getting like you know 11 12 million cables over per, right um so podcasts are huge because we can do this anywhere anytime you can do it at work what's not to love yeah no, it's 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 an amazing hobby. It's fun to do with you guys. It's what we love talking about. And it's media you can consume anywhere. You exactly. don't need yeah. to yeah. have a TV on. You can be you at the gym. Need... You can be yeah. at your desk at work. You can be in the car on the way home. Most important, email us, guys. We want to hear what you Yes. Think. God, I'd love to get people in. Mom, how's I'm that, not talking How's to the you. Jimmy After Dark coming along? <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be a 2020 segment you want to do? <laughs> that should be your horror segment. Jimmy After Dark. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. We'll, we'll get him a voice modifier and make you sound like Vincent Price. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so thank you to Jimmy's mom for the first email on the show. We super Jimmy's mom has got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's Stacy's mom. <laughs> and I got to go. <laughs> I think I'm off the show now. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be back uh, first or second week of January. So, um Everybody's going to go do their Christmas thing. Um, so if you're new to the show uh, and you want to follow us, you can follow us at Real Debaters um, on Instagram, Real Debaters on Twitter. Uh, the email address that we've been chatting about here is therealdebaters at gmail.com. That's R-E-E-L, debaters at gmail.com. Uh, it's wordplay. It's, 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 <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> that. Uh, Jimmy, you got any shows coming up you want to plug you uh, for the next couple weeks? Just Thunder Bay, if this is out before that, I think it will be. Yep. So, you know, be again, you live in the Thunder Bay area, come out to that, come out to the fast lane. That's going to be fun. All right. Chris, you got any shows? You taking some time? Uh, yeah, got a show at the Le Garage, Le Garage here in Winnipeg on the 28th of December. All right. So, if you want to see these two funny and guys, and Jimmy's that, on that show. Oh, yeah. oh sweet. So, if you want to <laughs> see them in, in live in person, go to those shows if you're in Thunder Bay or Winnipeg. Um, I got uh, Mark. You got anything? Well, I'm developing know? a TV show, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, similar. You see the Masked Singer? It's on where they got a bunch <laughs> oh, of people. God, yes. Yeah, it's going to be a, a podcast uh, themed show, very similar to that. Like ours is called the Masked Debater. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um. yeah, it's in the works. So watch for it in uh, 20, uh, 20, 27. Okay. <laughs> At least you give yourself enough time <laughs> yeah. to, oh, yeah. to plan that shit <laughs> out. Early back. stages, early stages. Um, to everybody who has listened to us this year, thank you so much for your support. We super appreciate it. Um, we wouldn't be doing this without you. So like Jimmy said, like we all always say, send us an email about what you want to come out of us in 2020. We will strongly consider it. Uh, I've been Michael Petro. Jimmy Skinner. Mark Cowell. And Chris Stanton. And we're gone. See you in 2020.